Hello, you beautiful internet, you, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Careful Cantrip, where a group of friends from coast to coast do their absolute best to get lost in the breach and run away from Pathfinder. As always, I am not your host this evening. We're going to be turning it over to my good friend Dag shortly, but we're trying something new on this channel, guys. Uh, we're doing a little Through the Breach today, one of my personal favorite games. I can't wait to share it with you. I'm going to let Dag take that over, but we also have friends who are joining us for the first time while some of our other uh, usual cast members are off. Uh, why don't we go around the table first, introduce the new folks. Um, bon, why don't you go ahead, tell the people who you are. Hello, hello. I am uh, I'm uh, one of Dag's friends. Like uh, I usually just play cards, cards with him. Uh, this is like my seventh or eighth game of Through the Breach. And uh, I'm excited. This is the first time I get to play with you guys. I met you guys maybe half an hour ago, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's good. Yeah, Energy was great so far. Fun. Yep, that's how we do around here. And our other friend joining us straight from Forge of Lore, none other than DM Steve himself. Steve, introduce yourself, please, more so than I just did. I apologize. I kind of stole your <laughs> That's okay. I still love you. Hey, everyone. Friendly Neighborhood Dean Steve here from Forge of Lore here on Twitch or ForgeOfLore.com for our YouTube. We uh, I DM a... Uh, a 5e campaign called Scald, where it's medieval Vikings on a world with uh, high-tech artifacts, fantasy meets sci-fi, fun stuff, and I'm so happy to be here. Nice. Well, welcome in, my friend, and welcome in to all of those who are joining us. I saw the raids come in. Forge, thank you so much for the raid. Rob, thank you so much for the raid as well, my friend. Hopefully you're all doing well to this evening. That's it for me. I'm going to turn it over to Dag, because guess what? I'm no! a player today, baby. What? Me first. Why are you? What? what do you do? What do you? Everybody knows who you are. What are you talking about? Nailed Not it. Me as an announcement. I mean, I need. I need to do the announcements. Oh right, announcement. We do those. Damn it. We Good start. Those. Hold on, oh. Dag. Hold on. We're gonna do announcements. Hold on. See, ladies and gentlemen, presenting to you the lovely CC CEO Rain Array, live and in color and direct and all of those kind of things. Take it away, Rain Array. Wow. Thank you for that. Um that lob okay uh hello everyone um announcements we don't have a lot but we do that's what's crazy you're thinking how do we have announcements reina because we're supposed to be on break i know i know it's crazy so guess what you need to strap yourself in put your seat buckle on because guess what we have great content coming to you laugh you know corny that was like yeah you're doing great you're killing it so far keep going keep uh, going great job believe believe this right here through the breach is a three-part mini series what does that mean that means today next tuesday and the tuesday after we will all be here even if dad kills our characters i will have another character to bring back just to haunt dad um so you'll see our faces for the next three weeks regardless of whatever happens <laughs> it's like what does that mean it's a threat dag <laughs> that's through the breach for you um, thank you so much for the hundred <laughs> uh, then after that you're thinking what's happening next Reina well I'll tell you because I have the calendar open here uh, December 12th is the next Tuesday and guess what our very own Nate 
of Careful Cantrip and the Grouch Couch will be running a one shot of who knows, but it won't be D&D. So it's going to be chaotic. Uh, it's going to be lots of fun and uh, you should be there. And then the week after on December 19th, the faded, the faded day for me once a year, chat peer pressures me into doing this every year. And here we are, year three. Year three? Oh my God. Year three of Rena's Christmas Shot. Let's go, baby! Can we Woo! make it so that we're just, it goes way too far and we can't post it on YouTube again? No. We're going to find out this year, baby. <laughs> Can we get the trifecta? That's no. what we all want to know. That's why we're here. Uh, no. Uh, this year, our goal is to be able to post it to YouTube because it will be appropriate. <laughs> Or we so wholesome, trying. so family friendly. Well, this is <laughs> yeah. definitely your first time on our stream, Bond. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, other than that, I think that's it for now. Um, I think we should swing it over to our lovely uh, guest fate master tonight. Uh, Dag, I know people know who you are, but you know. Yeah, no, he's kind of no, just no. here now. Hey, no, but I wanted to say your guest because you're the fate master today. We don't typically have that on this channel. Yeah, technically, you're the first guest fate master, GM master, yeah. Pathfinder master. Oh my gosh, Dag is muted. Dag, you're year. muted. <laughs> on stream. No, no, I muted myself because every time the announcements happen, I'm always like just like snoring quite loudly. I so give you my tracks. stream key for five minutes, Dag. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look, at least I muted myself. Could you imagine if we had to go through all those announcements and Raina was muted? Um, no. Oh, damn it. That would be painful. I should. Oh, all right. Next, next week, week, Dag. Yeah. Next okay, week. okay, okay, okay. Um, hi, guys. My name is Michael. I'm the Dead Aussie Gamer. Uh, you might recognize me from such places as right here, where I have been for over a year. Um, I am otherwise known as the Dead Aussie Gamer, also the third wheel uh, of Raina's Fireside Chat, as well as just life in general. Uh, so, so what we're doing today is we're going to be playing a game that is near and dear to my heart called Through the Breach. It is an amazing card-based TTRPG that I run for, uh, for both Dave and Bond, so they have both experienced the wonder and joy that is Through the Breach in the past. However, uh, our dear friend Steve and Raina have not, and so we are taking them for the first time into this magic world. Uh, now, there are going to be some mechanic questions and things like that that'll happen throughout the game. We ask for, of course, your, uh, your leniency when it comes to trying to teach our newer players how to play this game. And I know that a lot of you will have questions as well. Uh, please don't hesitate to ask them in chat, and when we get to our break, uh, I will try to answer them as best I can if they haven't been answered already. Um, beyond that, guys, sit back, relax, have fun. Oh wait, one one last thing I did forget. Uh, there are going to be horror themes throughout the course of this three-part mini-series. Um, nothing too outrageous, but nonetheless, uh, just a heads up. This is a horror-based campaign. So there you go. All right. Last wait, thing. Last thing. Hold on before. Okay, you you peek every time you do that. Uh, yeah, last but thing you before we get started, guys. Uh, first and foremost, GF Powers. God damn those bouncing supple biddies of yours thank you so much as well m thank you very much hungry for apples lastly and most importantly we do still have our uh channel point redemptions up we 
We'll probably be playing with that next time. We're not going to play it this session because we we, we do have new to players at the table. Um, so we're going to be holding off on that for, uh, for this episode. Don't redeem anything just yet. We'll let you know if we decide to incorporate those into the next game, or maybe I'll just remember to turn them off. Maybe Kaz will tell me in, in one of our Discord channels that I should turn those off because I keep forgetting to do those things. Anywho, nice, 69, nice, Steve, nice, 69. Nice. Hey, okay. nice. Hey. All right, I'm done, I'm done, that's it. I'm not doing anything else. Thank you so much for the prime steam-powered scoundrel and welcome to the Tripper family, totally not a cult. We do enjoy blood snuggles at midnight, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, also, it's all you, it's also, all you. Also, a little special shout out here. Steam-powered scoundrel is one of the most prolific podcasts for Through the Breach and Malifaux, the war game associated with it. So welcome in, mates. Good oh, to see you. Wow, no, no pressure. Exciting. My wow. God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh. We're going we're to no. ruin everything tonight. Why? Oh, God. Oh, damn go. So good oh. to see you guys. Um, uh, man, yeah, no, it's, oh, it's great no. to see you guys. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm continuing to corrupt and expose this this game to people. So there we go. All right, let's 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 kick off in this uh, this game, shall we? So. It is in the early 1900s we find our characters, but not on Earth. Not a place that one would recognize, though a lot of similarities. Lots of countries, kingdoms, places that you would recognize from our own world. But in this world, magic has taken root, but is now slowly dying. The Industrial Revolution at the height of the turn of the century has not been led by fuel and steam, but have been instead powered by these strange and bizarre stones harvested from a nightwear world known as Malifaux. Thinly behind a veil, a realm fraught with dangers, death, zombies, and creatures that go bump in the night. Fated heroes travel from Earth to pioneer a new life for themselves in this strange and unforgiving land. And it is these fated heroes that will embark on today's adventure. Today's episode, part one, Lost Omens. Now, as we pan over the city of Malifaux, past the large oppressive gates that separate the one vestige of civilization from the blighted badlands that stretch out across the vast, vast expanse of this nightmarish world, we go through the quarantined sections of Malifaux City, an unlawful and, uh, and wild area of the city filled with necromancers, thieves, brigands, mercenaries, and other ne'er-do-wells that lurk behind the shadows into the more organized and at least lawful areas of the city. Run by the Merchantile Guild, you see banners of the uh, ram's head, bright red flags flying through most of this city. This area here, many people find some semblance of peace, thanks to the efforts of the Guild and their various law enforcement divisions. Those who have managed to live within the inner city have, well, made a reasonable enough life for themselves. And it is here in the inner city that we join our fated characters. Starting in a small area of the Old Kingdom, filled with people from the Asian continents, 
on. Tell us. Where is Kay, and what are you up to this fine day? Well, Kay is a big and brawny guy. You kind of see him shift around a little bit awkwardly. Uh, he's from a small temple that is uh, still established inside the small kingdom. Uh, he is kind of just working his day through. He's a laborer. He's got rough hands. He's kind of walking around trying to hold along a bunch of groceries he's bringing back to the temple. The sound of the bags blowing in the wind as you uh, make your way through the busy streets. Uh, several people greet you and wave as you pass by. People you know from the community. Uh, you see an old lady uh, sitting on the floor. You can see a, a variety of different, very, very large toads kind of in various buckets that are on sale uh, as you uh, sort of walk past. Uh, she sort of gestures at you. Uh, she's speaking Thai as she uh, as she she calls you over. Oh, Kay, 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 come, 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 come. Hi, hey. Oh, well, what do we got today? What's going on? Ah, uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, very quiet so far, but uh, I see you walking up and down. You look so skinny. Have you eaten? Look, uh, you know, I'm I'm always eating, but I can always eat more. I, <sighs> what do you got? She uh, she reaches down and she has like this fried toad. Uh, it's been gutted, splayed out over this grill. Uh, she she takes one. Uh, two, three, four, puts it into like a, a onto a baker sheet, uh, takes some like deep fried, like these kind of long donuts, throws it in into the top there. Uh, she also uh, has like what looks to be like a fistful of like ch roasted chestnuts. She like throws it into the bag and rubs it up. Uh, she sort of goes to try and stand up, but her back seems to be kind of sore. Uh, so she seems to struggle to try and ha stand up to give it to you. Uh, uh, yeah, obviously, I'm gonna move out to her. Oh no! What do you mean? Don't no, stay down. Uh, no, I, no, I, 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 I don't, don't worry about it. Uh, you look. You you, you always treat me so well. You know your your father was was so good to our family. You know, the least I could do. And please, anything you don't want to eat, share with the children at the temple. Of course, I I mean I always do. You you always treat us so well. I mean, if you need any help, yeah, I'm I'm always here. I know at the end of your day, I, it gets really heavy. So you just you just let me know and. Uh, you know, one of the boys will get me or, you know, all of us at the temple love you. So she, you know, uh, she don't worry about it. She pinches your cheek and uh, gives you a big kiss on one of them uh, as you uh, continue your way to the temple. As you, as you approach the large stone staircases that are flanked by what seem to be two stone statues of these dog lions with curled manes standing guard at a large set of gates, there is a stranger out the front who you do not recognize, wearing a gray, uh, long suit. But we now pass our way back towards uh, the downtown area, where in which we find ourselves next to the Explorer Society. A large mansion with... Uh, large accolades of travels near and far, and a, a bid to try and tame the wildness that is Malifaux. A variety of different uh, scholars um, and adventurers have passed through these hallowed halls in order to try and um, uh, to in order to try and make their mark upon the world of Malifaux. It is here that we come to Montgomery. Where are you going? What are you doing? And what do you look like? Well, um, 
I somewhat not very burly, but uh, kind of like he's dressed like someone that uh, is very strong and powerful, but it's really just his clothes kind of hang on him. Uh, kind of a uh, uh, rough chin uh, and his iconic hat. And um, honestly, I'm just, uh, where am I going? Um, probably to do some more research or something like that. Right. Heading into the library at the Explorer Society, you can see that while it is not what you would expect from a typical library with tall shelves and books, you see that a lot of notes and research has been laid out and strewn about the place. This organized chaos is usually the sign of your good friend, Simon. Um, as you uh, look around, uh, you can see that there are some piles of books that appear to be trying to move. Not again. I'll go over and start uncovering him. Ah! <gasps> Oh, 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 I saw my life flash before my eyes. Monty, how, Monty, is that how you? How many times, how many times I gotta tell you be more careful? Oh, oh yes, I, I, I realize this, but, you know, do, do you do know that, uh, that there was an attempt to go to one of the two moons of Malifo? Huh? With a, with a, a rocket, a, a rocket of all things. Yeah, yeah, uh, that... I've read that book a couple times. Yeah, sure. Yes, yeah. Well, uh, would, I, as some twist of fate would have it, pardon, uh, it, it was on the topmost shelf. And, uh, well, I, 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 I feel as though I, uh, I perhaps got a little of the, the vertigo and uh, found myself here. Uh, but, um, oh, uh, I have the uh, the thing you asked for. Um, Good, good. Where is it? Uh, he looks around and begins to rummage. Again, the organized chaos. He seems to move through and navigate with a uh, with a certain expertise. Before he pulls out and uh, and hands you what looks to be a uh, a large scroll case um, made of papyrus. Finally, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, now oh, that's now that's only one part. Uh, the other part. Uh, I was very fortunate enough, in fact, to uh, run into this gentleman here who has some information for you. As he gestures, uh, entering the room, you see a mysterious figure with a gray long coat. But we swing now back across the city to a small district filled with liveliness, performers, singers, dancers, buskers in the streets, uh, it is a very, very joyous uh, type of area, where in which we find Maximilian. Standing outside one of the many theaters I've performed at many times ago, just behind me a large poster of myself, once again strapped lad, almost in the same pose you read across, Maximilian Mystique, master of miracles, of the Mystique family, world-renowned illusionists far and wide, as a small 
grouping of individuals gather around me. I hold my cane out in front of me, wearing very similar attire to what you would find on stage, save I do not have my stage coat on me this time, but instead a dark frock that reaches down to about my knees. My hair wavy underneath a large top hat, and as I reach forward, the cane begins to dance around my hand, all around my body, with no strings attached in any way, shape, or form. As I stop it directly in front of me, I reach out with my hands, grabbing onto the cane, and like magic, it appears into a small daffodil flower, which I reach down and hand to a young girl in front of me. As I step back amongst the applauding individuals, I reach forward and grab my hat, tipping it off and giving a slight bow. As I do, out of the top hat, you see a small white rabbit also appear from the directly in the center and give a slight bow as well before I return it back to my head. There is a, a raucous cheer and laughter coming from the audience around you. Now, <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you all. Hopefully you'll be enjoying the premiere of our show happening happening in just a matter of a few days. Uh, you could hear there's a, a, a bunch of people who are, uh, you know, quite clearly taking flyers and the like um, and, uh, and making their way around. Uh, let's see how much money you have earned here with your uh, efforts. Uh, we are going to do a the first flip of the game. Now, <gasps> the way that this game works is rather than using dice, we have a deck of cards. This deck is known as the Fate Deck because it controls the fate of all things that happen in this game. High is good, low is bad. For those of you who are familiar with, you know, poker and all those other games, it is a standard deck of cards. However, the suits have been modified ever so slightly. So let's find out, Maximilian, as we are going to make you perform a prestidigitation act to wow and astound. So I will flip from this deck here. Yes. Which will reveal... A 12 of tomes, a most magic number indeed. Um, that plus your prestidigitation, in addition to, let's say, we're going to make it your charm instead of your uh, cunning or intellect here. Uh, all right. In that case, it is a three. With a 15. A 15 is a tremendous success here in the uh, the world of Malifaux and Through the Breach. Uh, and, of course, you are well and truly received. You earn a total of seven script, which is uh, probably the equivalent of, like, close to, like, $120, $300, like, somewhere in that, in that broad range. Um, so, not too bad. Uh, very, very well done. And a number of individuals have taken the flyers. They are completely gone. Everyone is clamoring to see your your show. As I receive my script, now does it come in paper form? Is it coin? Tell me about the script. There'll be a number of them. So there are some peop there are some papers here and there, but most of them uh, you see small change, pocket change, uh, rattling around in your glorious hat. I would like to take half of my script and pocket half of it as I return back to um, the, the small urchin girl who stood in front of me before. Uh, her clothes relatively uh, worn at this point in time, a little bit of dust and debris all around. As I hold up a few bills of the script and I whisper to her, now little one, watch carefully as I hold it in front of her, pulling it forward. And within a blink of an eye and a flick of the wrist, it disappears. Wow. 
Gee, mister, that's... that's magic. What's even more magic, little one? Check your dress pocket and don't spend it all on candies. She uh, searches her dress pocket. You can tell the dress is uh, a little worn and tattered around the, the seams and stuff like that. Uh, as she pulls out the script, her eyes go wide as she uh, looks up in, in absolute just... And then she... A little secret. She moves over and, uh, and hugs your leg uh, before uh, rushing down uh, one of the streets nearby. Uh, I'm going to uh, include uh, that, uh, can you please mark down uh, that this little girl's name, for appropriate sake, is going to be Daisy. Daisy, I love it. Mostly this is my trick as a GM. It's like, I have my story to consider, you know, like all the little bits and bobs, so I sometimes ask my players for a little bit of help because I forget stuff. Um, so yes, Daisy is the little child that you performed for. What do you mean? You should remember all 9,000 names that you make up. What oh, yeah, and the 600 <laughs> pages of this goddamn rule book. Uh, GM of the year. Thank you. Uh, you'd stop you. Uh, all right, so as we, <laughs> as we now pan away from the district and the raucous cheers and the, uh, the various performances that occur, we find ourselves now in the central area, on the outskirts of the industrial district. The sounds of the large machines playing in the distance, fade around what seems to be a small establishment where there seems to be uh, some wagers here and there going on as we join Adelaide. Ooh, all right. Well, go with me on this one today. <laughs> I'm going with you. Take me, take okay. me away. Okay, so like, like the intro to a movie, you see um, the camera pan in. <laughs> to uh this this establishment uh most likely what you would assume to be a casino if you were looking from the outside and as it pans in on the front door you see uh two or three uh men sort of bust through the front door and they look upset angry disheveled and they're like get her i'm pretty sure she palmed a card where is she and they they run off off screen and then the camera pans down <laughs> to the side to the alleyway and you see uh, a lady with um, warm brown hair, bright green eyes. Um, she's got a, a dress that was probably fancy at once but it's sort of like worn down over time uh, and she's been wearing it for a long time uh, and she's leaning up against the wall of the side door and she's uh, tossing a coin purse and she opens it up and looks inside, uh, and she says, easy as pie. All right. Well, let's find out how much you've pickpocketed, as we are going to get you to make a pickpocket check. Okay. So, flipping from the top of our deck, we have another 12. This is a 12 of masks. Uh, that plus your pickpocket will give you... Uh, sorry, pickpocket, pickpocket, panic. What is that? I don't see pickpocket in a skill. That's okay. Then you would be using your cunning, which is your aspect. Okay. Sorry. That's a plus two. That's <laughs> so fine. 14. 14 is still a phenomenally good check. Uh, so you have uh, also acquired seven script within this uh, this very, very hefty uh, purse that you have uh, you've lifted. Um 
as you enjoy the uh, spoils of your your latest escapade, um, you see the downtrodden areas outside of this casino. Uh, a number of homeless people are lining these streets, while the glitz and glamour and shininess of the casino radiates outwards from this district. Uh, back here, you know that there is a uh, a blight on the streets, a blight known as brightness, a drug that is trafficked. Many say that it was tra it's trafficked through the casino and some of its workers. You see people desperately kind of reaching out for you as you as you go past, but they barely have the the strength to uh, to get on their feet. Uh, as she's walking past, she'll take a coin, like the smallest coin, uh, and she'll f flip it at one of one of the the people that she's passing by, and she'll say. Now don't you go spend it all in one place, all right? He uh, he grabs hold and uh, and he, thank you, thank you. As he does so, you actually see uh, big bright veins, almost like glow around his neck as he uh, starts to breathe. You know, like kind of like he's excited, he's happy. Um, as you move to the end of the uh, the uh, the alleyway here and back out onto the streets, um, you find yourself. With that very, very strong, very poignant feeling that someone or something is following you. Hmm. Uh, she'll stop, and uh, she won't turn around. She's gonna do a power move, you know, where like powerful people like talk to each other, but they don't even face each other. <laughs> and she's gonna put her hand in her pocket, and she's gonna say. Now, honey, why don't you just tell me what you want and let's be over with this. All right. As we move from this scene to the temple where there is a man in a gray suit, to the library where standing in front of the door, the man in the gray suit, Maximilian on the streets as you are uh, counting the, the remains of your, your belongings, the man in the gray suit approaches from the crowd, and Adelaide, as you spin around, you see the same man in the gray suit, as all of you uh, are addressed at different times, but by the same person. Oh, well, I do apologize. My intention was not to startle and alarm. Uh, I'm merely but a messenger on behalf of the Grace family. They're a, uh, a noteworthy family here, and uh, run a haberdashery and tailor not too far out of town. They, uh, they've led me to uh, understand that they have a special um, request that comes courtesy of their family and uh, they have a particular set of skills and people that they require. Uh, Kay, as, uh, as he addresses you, uh, he, ha he basically uh, hands you something and places it in your palm. It is a small coin from the Ten Kingdoms, emblazoned with a dragon's head, a symbol of the Ten Thunders. The Ten Thunders, a Yakuza family of ten different families that have uh, bonded together in order to rule the underworld across Malifaux, but their influence strongest here in the Ten in the Old Kingdom. Oh, great! You know, I was so excited to have a normal day. 
You just seem to take the fun out of everything. All right. Well, tell me what you got. Montgomery. The man in question uh, has requested you your presence uh, because he has the other half of what it is you seek. Um, of course, I'm sure he's more than willing to negotiate it, but I'm in no position to, to oblige. Just simply uh, give you directions. All right. Let's get this over with. Maximilian. The man looks to you and says, um, I do apologize, sir, but, uh, you know, we uh, have need of someone with your particular skill sets, and you came highly recommended by some of the scouts that, uh, that we were looking for, someone who is able to kind of deal with uh, manners of supernatural nature. Um, we were told that uh, perhaps you'd be interested um, to know that... Uh, Grace family, uh, the Grace family from, and he gives you a um, an address, an address in the quarantine zone you know quite well, a hub of magical activity, and a source for a great deal of the grimoire distribution trade back before the breach first closed. Well, you seem to be in luck, sir. I don't have any plans for the next couple days until the show opens. Happy to oblige where I can, but it will come at a cost. Oh, and I'm sure that Mr. Grace will be more than happy to oblige uh, with that cost, sir. As um, he opens the, a door to a car that is waiting for you. Adelaide. Much obliged. <laughs> Adelaide. The man standing behind you says, uh, Now, Miss Adelaide, I, uh, well, let me be curt, if I may. There are more than a few people around these here parts that are aware of, um, let's say, your long string of luck. My client is able to ensure that that string of luck continues unabated with a few influences here and there. But of course, not just for uh, this particular thing. A very lucrative opportunity is being provided before you as well. Um, Mr. Grace, he, uh, he has come to uh, quite a sum of money and wishes to um, share his wealth with his friends. And uh, I'm sure that uh, a person of your situation could use friends like Mr. Grace. Shoot me out of a cannon and land me in some marshmallow fluff. That is exactly what I needed right now. <laughs> Count me in. <laughs> he, he, he smiles and says, Oh, child, it's good to see someone with the old twang in, in a place such as this. Uh, I do declare, as he, uh, as he, as he, as, as he, like a gentleman, offers you his arm to take you to the, um, uh, to the location. She she takes his arm and uh, she'll she'll go along. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, you're all brought before a very very rundown looking tailor. It looks 
not that fancy. Definitely not something that any wealthy uh, constabulary would actually go to in order to try and gain their uh, their attire. This is more, you know, everyone would go go here. You know, it's like your mom and pop kind of kind of uh, place. Um, but of course, he has enough money to send a car for you, to send a guy to come and get you. Um, you know, things don't quite add up. Now, as you arrive here, the man behind the counter is a skinny man in a vest with uh, glasses and long, wavy hair. Atop his head, he has a bowler hat. And as he sees you, he uh, says, Oh, oh, oh wonderful. Uh, you must be the... Um, are, are you the, uh, the, the, the hired, you know, uh, personnel? Yes, we are the, the consortium that was arranged to arrive here. Good, good. I can uh, tell by your demeanor, as well as standing in front of us gawking the way you are, I'm assuming that you aren't Mr. Grace yourself. Ah, uh, no, no, I'm just an apprentice here. Um, Mr. Grace is, is, is waiting for you. Uh, but he asks that you uh, leave any um, weapons uh, with with me. Um, question. Mine's concealable. Can I try keeping it? Hundred percent. Um, we are going to go. Well, we're not going to make a flip here because we only flip in through the breach when it is something that will change the outcome. Unfortunately, poor Timothy is not really that diligent at his new job of searching for weapons. So you just automatically succeed against him. All good. Yeah, Some here say... you go. Oh. Oh. Ladies first. Some say that that a heart can be a weapon, and I can't give you mine. So I got nothing for you. She's not going to give over her um, her weapons. Yeah, Solberg and her shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> specifically okay. okay so i how you, hidden you, are these weapons yeah i was gonna say you are gonna have to you are gonna have to try and hide the shotgun uh okay <laughs> wait is a Solberg a shotgun yes yeah it's kind of a big gun what you mean you don't have it tucked into your garter belt i thought that's <laughs> isn't that how it it's goes it's a weird walk it's a weird walk look, with a very way, stiff leg at all times <laughs> look, the, the, the only way she's gonna get past this guy with a shotgun in her garter belt is if she pretends she has polio and those are her leg crutches <laughs> oh. oh i thought it was a shotgun uh i mean a, a pistol uh well that changes things um all right Shh. <laughs> She will uh, take that. I'm, I'm imagining she has it uh, holstered like around her back uh, and she'll uh, take it off and uh, she'll <laughs> hand it really heavily to this to this kid. Okay. He puts now it we're going to we're going to get those back, right? Because that's really important to me. Oh, oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Right. I don't want to threaten you. But I do want to let you know that if I don't leave with that, we're going to have some problems, all right? Um, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Very nervous. <laughs> uh, well, I will... Sorry, what did you say? His name is Timothy? Timothy. And it's on his... It's, it's like sort of embroidered onto his vest. I will, uh... I, I'll give a little bit of a smirk towards Timothy before reaching into my coat and pulling it out. 
and reaching by my, my chest side, strapped to it, a small revolver. As I produce it and hold it upward, before I reach it out to give it to him and put it into his hand. Uh, as he... I do, uh, it suddenly vanishes from sight as I give uh -huh. a another little smirk and then reach behind his ears, producing the pistol again and putting it down in front of him. Uh, you can that... have this, young one. However, I'll be keeping these as I open my left hand again that has all of the bullets inside of it. Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, that, that should be fine um he takes it Good and slides lad. thank you um right this way uh as he looks at the the monk and just presumes he doesn't have any any weapons as you know uh, you know what I'll, I'll just give you i have a stick with me i don't i really yeah I, is it not, a big thing you would not deny a monk his walking stick would you I, uh, yeah, I'm a big guy. <laughs> I get a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Oh, that, all right. That works too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your honesty. Um, uh, right this way. He opens the back room and you see that there is uh, several mannequins, each draped with uh, various clothes and fabrics and the like. And at the very end, a small office. Uh, the office is big enough to seat uh, all of you as behind a mahogany desk is uh, what looks to be a um, a very strange uh, looking, very, very kind of hook-nosed uh, man. Uh, yes, the, uh, our guests have arrived. Timothy, um, put on some tea. As uh, he says, I'm sure you have lots of questions, so I will try to be as succinct and clear as possible. For those of you who don't know, my name is Benjamin Grace. I am heir to multiple tailors, such as this one, across Malifaux City. As of recently, I have gotten into a little bit of a... debate with the local guild lawyers about the true ownership of the properties in question. My great-grandfather, who had established so much of the properties that we now own across Malifaux, unfortunately left many of the deeds in his old housing estate in the quarantine zone. Without them, the guild is, well, basically claiming that I have no rights to the properties that I have worked hard with my family to build, and thus I will require a group of stalwart individuals to journey to my, grandf uh, my grandfather's estate and to recover the deeds to our properties from the vault in the office. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that the quarantine zone is dangerous, unlawful, and a place that will require experience and cunning in order to traverse, which is why I've reached out to each of you. People have told me much of all of you and your various skills, and uh, I've cashed in every favor I know in order to acquire your services. But do not worry, my informants aren't the only ones who I intend to pay for their help. He uh, pulls out what looks to be a uh, small chest and opens it to reveal uh, there's about 40 script inside of it. Ten for each of you. In addition... Now that's the apple pie that I've been looking for. Yes. And, um... Another chest much like the same 
when you return with the deeds. In addition, I have a number of curios that my family has procured over time. I have one such here, and he pulls out what looks to be a large book. Are you aware of the grimoire? Some of us might be. Well. Now, how can we assume the authenticity of something like this? He sort of smiles very, um, not, not coyly, but smiles as in he appreciates the candor of a man who is very thorough in their job. He says, um, the magics within this book reveal themselves. And uh, as he runs his hands along the seam of the um, the grimoire, you watch as several um, lights of runes appear along the spine as it sort of almost follows his finger. Now, he's not activating magic per se, but the book is responding to his presence and to his touch. I'd like to just kind of look around the room for a moment to see if there's actual, any kind of apparatuses, any reflections or mirrors around there uh, along those lines that might give kind of a, a false forged impression of this magical kind of text that spreads across the book. Interesting. Okay. Um, we are going to say that in the mirrors themselves, um, you do see the light emanating and touching the various things that are around the, uh, the book, but the mirrors do not reflect the runes themselves. Interesting. And what else, what else in general is within the office? The office is very humble. Um, as you can see behind, there is a small portrait of a family. Uh, you can see that there are several, uh, shelves with, uh, sort of accounting books and things like that kind of placed uh, next to each other uh, underneath what looks to be a cabinet that serves as a, uh, like kind of like a drinking cabinet. So usually like some whiskey, uh, several glasses and stuff like that might be kept in there. Um, to your right, as you kind of uh, look in as well, you can see a small oil heater that is down here as well. That's an interesting tome that you hold, my dear friend. Or new friend, should I say. Would you mind if I inspected it myself? He contemplates it. I'm going to get you to make me a convince check. Grimoires okay. in the world of Malifaux are very rare and very expensive. Uh, I'm also going to give you a positive flip because he does want something from you. So there is going to be a little, you know, like trust that's going here. Uh, so that is a five of tome and a two of tome, which means we are going to be using the five. Okay. I am going to go ahead and use my first fate card of the, or twist deck card of the evening. Fantastic. Uh, so for two. those of you at, playing at home, uh, each of my players have a small deck of cards for themselves. These are... They're twist decks. Each of them have three cards from this deck, which are their hand of fate. And from their hand of fate, they may replace a card from the fate deck with one of the cards from their hands. Uh, what card are you replacing this five with? I will be replacing it with the 10 of rams. Very nice. All right. 
And what does that bring your total convinced to? That brings me to a total of 14. 14. All right. Very nice. All right. Wow, it's so high. So goddamn high. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with a 14, he says, yes, among friends, I think. He uh, turns and he uh, sort of uh, opens the book, uh, like kind of up, as he then slides it across the table for you to inspect. I'll take the book and I'll kind of fade back to the background for a moment as I kind of begin to look at the spine of it and, and almost appraise it once over, looking at the text with inside, trying to get a, a feel for whether, you know, what, what sort of magics that it holds within it. The book itself, as you begin to peruse through the various pages, uh, seem to depict um, a a wide variety of potential magics. Um, you believe that uh, maybe a few, more than a few of them uh, involve uh, sort of life well magic or magic about the transference of life, uh, something that can move vitality from one person to another or drain vitality from a uh, particular location. Interesting. And I'll kind of turn away to the wall just to, and I start kind of again fading off into the background of the room a little bit as I begin to flip through some of the tome. Now, sir, I, I've got some questions of my own. You see, you call us all here, and you seem to have a uh, quite a bit of wealth to you. Uh, I'm wondering why uh, anyone would want to stop you from making sure you you keep what you're what you've earned. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, let's go with a convince check for you now, if we can, Kay. That uh, is a four. Can I add while I'm doing that, I'm like cracking my knuckles and I'm just a, a little more curious because, you know, knowing that he has this coin that's from uh, some people he should not be associated with at all, I'm uh, rather skeptical of his uh, reasoning of why he'd call us here for a good... Uh, you know, right. just a nice little search right. through a house. Okay, we'll we'll throw in an intimidate check as well, um, and give it a positive flip because he's he's not he's not um, a very strong individual. But that is a thirteen of crows. Yeah, it is. So All right, with the thirteen. Holy shit! Uh, that'll be added with uh, that'll be like a seventeen. Woo! All right, wow. Okay, so that That's is like a nat twenty. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it's not quite a net 20, but it is what we call a margin of success. Um, so a margin of success, uh, basically what happens in Through the Breach is I, as the Fate Master, set a DC that they need to overcome. If they beat the DC by six or more, that is a margin of success. The DC for this was actually seven. So by getting a 17, you uh, have not, you have thrashed the, um, <laughs> the margin of success. So not only is he going to share information with you, but you do make him uh, a little bit more, like you, you, this will carry into other checks as well. Now in love I, with I you, should, basically. Uh, nice yeah. margin this of a success. This is the first time I've ever been intimidating in my life. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I should also say, when I'm doing interrogation, uh, the target reveals another piece of information they wouldn't have given me because I, I pass that on a what is it called 
uh, on a uh, with my car a uh, trigger. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a it's the trigger, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, a trigger. Yeah. 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 So uh, okay, so because you flipped a crow, you get an additional piece of hidden information. Um, because you got a margin of success, you gain another piece of information. So what he says, he's gonna pretty much come clean. He says, "So, um, truth be told, the reason why the guild is truly after us is not because of the uh, uh, the properties that we have within the city, but it is indeed uh, the mansion itself." You see, um, my great-grandfather accrued his wealth from finding and tracking down uh, evidence of grimoires. Then, after procurement of these grimoires, he would then sell them to the highest bidder. This process had been very successful. Over time, and however... very illegal, might I add. Well at the time in which it was being done, it was not really much of an established trade or uh, a restricted trade. This was before the breach was sealed and before the guild had pioneered themselves into into Malifaux. That being said, my great-grandfather was very successful at it, and um, after the breach closed, he was one of the individuals left behind in Malifaux during the uh, the period in which the Black Wars were occurring. Now, some so say we're that working with blood money. No one knows how my great grandfather grew as successful as he did. Some have claimed that he was simply waiting for others to come across these strange and mysterious artifacts and then killing them for it, but. Even I do not have that knowledge. What I do know is that the guild now sets their sights upon the old homestead, as well as all the other properties, and intends to rip them apart and search them until they find every last one of the grimoires my family had unearthed. Well, while I myself have no interest in these grimoires, I cannot see everything that my family has built be brought to ruin over such over such matters left by my ancestor well Surprise. you know I feel like with all the trouble that we're going through I feel like 40 script is going to be enough for this I feel like you're going to need a sweet in the pot especially if you're calling in a coin he sort of sighs and says look fine if there are any resources that you find in the mansion, they are yours to take and do with what you will. Also, Mr. Montgomery, in the vault that you will find uh, my family's deeds, you will also find the documentations that you seek. Of course. All right. Well, a big smile pops up on his face, no longer, you know, getting in a scary mode. He goes, I'm really excited then. I feel like this works out in all of our favors, right? Montgomery, really curious about those uh, those documents you've been thinking about here. Uh, that sounds interesting. But uh, I'm happy on my end. Anybody uh, got anything else you want to add in? Well, now see here. As long as we're all right with me looting the place dry, 
I'm good. I also am more of a a gambling woman. And uh, Mr. Maximilian, I think you said your name was? Yes. My friends call me Max. Max, it's nice to meet you. My name is Adeline or Addie. You can just call me Addie. Pleasure to meet you, ma'am. Pleasure to meet you, too. Now, here's here's the thing, all right? I like to gamble, but when I gamble, I like to know what I'm gambling for. So I'd also like to have a little look-see at that book. I promise I won't go anywhere with it. I just want to have a little look over. What's the equivalent of an insight check? Uh, the insight <laughs> check would be... Uh, scrutiny. Scrutiny. Yep, that's the one, which is a cunning skill. All right. Uh, and uh, Addy, are you deceiving in any way? No. Nope. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that out loud right now. But... No, no, no. It's fine. It's no? Fine. It, no, okay, we'll, yeah. we'll see what we get. All right. So, Maximilian, your scrutiny is a nine of crow. So, with that, that takes us to 11. Okay. With an 11, you can quite clearly discern uh, Addy as one of these individuals who has likely been grifted more than once in, in their life. You know, you, you've, again, seen seen the sort, you know, people who, uh, you know, sort of fakes, frauds, you know, like forgeries and stuff like that, you know, are, are a dime a dozen around. Um, she doesn't seem like she's someone who's going to be going for a runner, especially given her shotguns at the front desk. Um... Yeah, you, you, that this pretty, seems pretty earnest in her uh, desire to check the authenticity of the, uh, the book. Well, Miss Adelaide, or Addie, I too have been fond of gambling from time to time. In fact, I deal with cards on a regular basis, but I only make bets that are safe. I think I'll hold on to this for now. Now, Max, what can I do? How about you just hold the book and I'll look at it? Does that make you more comfortable? I just want to see it. I'll hold up the book and spin it around. Oh, no, you'll have to flip page by page. I just want to see what's going on inside of it. Like I said, when I make a gamble, I want to know what I'm gambling. And this time it's with my life. So it's kind of important to know what's going on. Perhaps we can have this conversation elsewhere. <laughs> you you see Benjamin just sort of <laughs> sitting there watching you guys. <clears throat> Apologies, Benjamin. <laughs> you don't mind if we hold on to this, then, seeing how grimoires of, are of no interest to you. He, uh, he sort of looks like he's about to protest, but then looks over at Kay. No, no, of course. As you say... The spirit of friendship, I believe we can allow you to utilize the, uh, the resources that we have to ensure that you complete your task. Well, in that Good case, man. to long friendships and long lives, then. Uh, at this point, uh, little Timothy comes in with a pot of, with, with like a tray that's got like the tea kettle and like several cups of tea. Uh, uh so, sorry, I just, um, uh, uh, tea? Don't mind if I do. 
Monty, you get given. I'll never say no to that. Yep, you'll get given tea. Maximilian? Ah, no, I'm quite all right. Thank you, though, Timothy. Uh, Adelaide? Uh, yeah, she'll she'll take it and say, now, did you put some sugar in here? Oh, uh, he watches, he, he fumbles, and he watches, he almost drops the whole tray as he moves his other arm to hold it in one. Then he picks up, like, a little pair of pliers, picks up the thing of sugar. Uh, a one or, or two? Oh, just one, thank you. Nope. You know, you're so sweet that I could get a cavity. <laughs> you watch as, as she start as he starts to to blush and uh oh uh, and you, you oh okay uh uh okay uh and he walks backwards through the door uh, and as he does actually you, Timothy oh. Uh, oh. you know what I will take that tea as I kind of walk over to him I'm gonna go to take the tea but purposely knock it out of his hands onto the floor. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, 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 it was all my fault. Oh. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, he, he looks around and he puts the, the, the tray down on the little, uh, little desk thing that's like above the drinks cabinet. Uh, and then he, he bends down, he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a rag and he starts to, oh, so sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Yes. Grace. It, I, it's quite all right. It's, I, I, I believe I have a, a handkerchief here somewhere. I'll kind of take it and, and move back a little bit towards the oil heater as I kind of fake dabbing some of the oil or some of the tea off. I want to try and get a little bit of the oil onto the rag or onto my handkerchief. Oh, super easy. Yeah. The oil heater itself, um, you know, you sort of like see there's like a little like kind of like uh, oil well that's on the top of it. Uh, your handkerchief dips into it and begins to soak. Okay. I want, and I want to try and do this without anybody really realizing what I'm doing. Okay. Let's uh, let's do a contested uh, flip here, starting with Maximilian. We're going to go with your stealth uh, flip for this. Ooh, okay. I'm good at that one. That is a one. Ooh. Uh, Oof. I... You know what? I don't mind. I'll uh, I'll take it. Okay. Um, that's going to be a stealth, so that's going to put me at a four. A four. Uh, well, everyone besides Timothy will notice you, you soaking your handkerchief in the oil, um, oil well. Um... Does anyone want to say anything about that? Yeah, you having you having problems there, Max? Are you you doing all right? Oh, I didn't even notice the oil there. My apologies. Uh-huh. Silly me, butterfingers. Of course. Um, huh. what has he done with the book? I still have it, kind of draped in the other arm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just holding on to it for now. Okay. That's it. Addie's just, she's just, she's just taking it all in, surveying these sketchy ass people around her. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, <laughs> um, after you uh, finish your delightful tea and the, the, the floor is cleaned up, uh, Mr. Grace excuses himself. He has much business to attend to, and I'm sure that uh, you will need to uh, begin work getting out of the city and into the quarantine zone. As uh, as you leave and uh, journey your way uh, back out, 
Uh, Maximilian, you still have uh, the book, and you do have an oil-soaked rag uh, with you as well. Um, as you pass by the, um, as you pass by the uh, the interior of the shop, you see a you know again a bunch of fabrics and the like. Timothy says bye to you as you pass through the door and head out into the streets, where you can see uh, again it is a cobblestone road with uh, quite a few people around. You can see like there are uh, it's it's starting to get. Uh, colder it's starting to get towards nighttime and you can see that there are um like much where adelaide went through this kind of like slummy kind of areas that uh have uh like kind of several homeless people kind of by these long large iron drums you know like kind of trying to stay warm uh you see um like sort of all the carriages and horses that would normally be traveling through this street they're kind of no longer there uh just the the remnants of the people who are out at twilight are on the street here as you emerge into the cold air. Oh, a nice night for a walk then. A little cool though. Perhaps we should warm up a little bit. Where is the closest uh, kind of drum? Uh, not too far away. Um, it is uh, probably about like three, four meters just that way. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll kind of give a, a, a smile to my new companions. Ah. Excuse me for a moment. My hands are viciously cold out here. As I'll make my way over to the iron drum, um, seeing some of the the other individuals that are warming themselves. There's ah, it going. It's going quite well. It seems your fire doesn't seem to be stoked very well. Allow me to help, and I'll throw the grimoire in there. What? <laughs> a rush of I, a rush of fire. <laughs> Uh, consumes the grimoire. You watch as the flames suddenly take on a yellow and purple hue. Uh, you hear the sounds of almost like this um, primal howling noise erupting from the flames. The homeless people scatter uh, at the sight of this uh, as, uh, uh, yeah, uh, the fire eventually calms and returns to being a normal flame, but burning quite brightly. Ooh. Much, much better, as I'll return back to my companions. Uh, uh okay. Now, Ma Max, I have a lot of questions for you. What, what in tarnation, why, th that book seemed valuable. Why did you what? burn it? Because anything with value comes with an extreme cost, Addy. And what yes. was held within that book is a cost that no one should have to bear. It's called gambling. We could have sold it. And Addie will go over and try and see what's left of it. Um, looking into the drum itself, uh, most of the book has been burnt to ash. Um, you can see like kind of like there's a nearby, like kind of like, you know, like a fire poker thing that they made just out of an iron pipe. You can kind of reach in sure. and sort of stir it around a bit. But the pages, you only see like small snippets, bits and pieces. The rest of it is just burnt and blackened and charcoal. I'll walk Man, up from I hate behind. the smell of a burning I'll, I'll book. Walk up, I'll walk up from behind Addie as she's kind of poking through things. Trust me, my new friends, this is not a gamble you want to take. Having been huh? there myself, I can tell you nothing 
good comes from those books. Yeah, we didn't have to use it, but we could have sold it. My God, what is wrong with you? Studied it. Anything. We could have done anything with it, and now it's worth nothing. And she'll just... If there's, like, a page that she can take that's, like, the best piece, I don't know. Uh, no. Unfortunately, there is, uh, there is nothing that remains of this book after being dumped in that fire. Right. Um, right. Monty, you kind of get that feeling, that sensation of, of loss as well, but at the same time, you also understand what Max is saying as well. Sometimes, you know, some, some tombs are best left unopened. You know, you, you've, this is a mantra that the Explorer Society's had, you know, for years. But you have a piece of information that the others don't. On the outskirts of the guild-controlled space, there is uh, the wall. These walls protect the inner city from the quarantine zone, from the creatures and things that lurk beyond. It is highly policed and very rarely trafficked by, uh, by people. It is difficult to get through without having legal sanctions and going through the bureaucracy of courthouses and likes to get permits and permissions to enter into the quarantine zone and return. But the Explorer Society always has a way. You are aware of a man by the name of Buttons. Buttons is a smuggler. He's not the most savory of sorts. But, as far as it comes into it, he might be able to get you in and out. After all, he does owe you a favor. Most do. Well, with whatever that was out of the way, um, I don't suppose y'all have been, actually been to the quarantine zone, have you? You know, I can't say I've had the pleasure of, uh, well, okay, because it's for all of us. (laughs) Yeah, well, um, can't blame me there. Not a great place, but, um, think I can get us in. Follow me. All right. As Monty leads the way, Kay, a wind blows behind you. You feel a hand touching your shoulder. Fun. Hey, guys, uh, give me a second. I'm, I'm going to use the, the, the bathroom over here to the side of the alley. You guys keep walking. I'll catch up in a second. Don't yeah. lose yourself. They have bathrooms and alleyways now? You know, I'm going to use I'm gonna use the loo real quick. Yeah, sure. I mean, every alleyway is a loo if you think about it. It's true. Yes, of course. As you make your way to the restroom, in the alleyway, you see nothing. Emptiness. Darkness between the two buildings that flank either sides of this otherwise decrepit-looking place. Some of the garbage starts to rustle and move until you see what looks to be a crumpled piece of paper roll outwards. The paper starts to unfurl and transform into a large flat sheet before folding and folding again and again and again, over and over, until standing before you is what looks to be an origami person 
wearing an origami mask over their face. You know these as the cut. <laughs> you know these as the katashiro. The katashiro are messengers. As they do so, he reaches for your hand and gestures for you to present it. I take my uh, tattooed right arm and I reach out. As you do so, you watch as the katashiro rips off its own hand with that tearing sound. He then places it onto your hand before green flames ignite its body and you watch as it sort of consumes and transforms into ash, leaving only the hand behind. On the palm, it says, the Grace family has a secret. Find it before the hand erupts in flame as well. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where we're going to take a quick 10-minute bio Aww. break for our Ooh. lovely people uh, to be able to stretch their legs <laughs> and enjoy. Guys, I hope you guys are having fun. Um, uh, like I said, nope. we, we're going to be diving <laughs> We're going to be diving <laughs> further into today's adventure. Uh, but before we, uh, we do so, if you have any questions about the story, about the game, or questions for the cast... Uh, throw them in chat and we will uh, return most promptly in uh, about 10 minutes or so. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. This is Vox and your lovely announcer for this uh, wonderful game. I hope that you are having a wonderful time and enjoying all of the mayhem and chaos that these lovely heroes have decided to ensue upon the, the game itself. Last chances for calling up questions have now been uh, put into chat, so if you have a chance to, ask what you can do so now. But uh, before we begin, let me ask you one question. Have you ever considered that uh, perhaps there may be something more to your life? Something that you might be missing? Well, careful canter platinum. Let me tell you, folks, right now, you can... You can start looking into Careful Cantrip Platinum every time that you show up to stream. Once you have 4 million points in the channel points, there will be a redemption that will happen at some point that will allow you to learn a little bit more about Careful Cantrip Platinum. So, what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Careful Cantrip so you can earn those big old channel points and get your secret insight into Careful Cantrip Platinum today! God damn it, Tag. Wow, wow. that was crazy. <laughs> Wasn't that wild? Wow. Yeah, Jesus. that was crazy. So yeah. Who would have thought? You made B town Pete. Who would have thought? Um, welcome back, everyone. Oh, go ahead, Dave. No, no, no. I was going to say, say uh, welcome back, everyone. Now here's Dave. Welcome back, everyone. Now here's me. Um, uh, thank you so much for sticking around. Hopefully, you had a good break time. Uh, got your bevies. Got your bios done. We did have a few questions come up on chat, and because I have chat up on my screen, I'm going to go ahead and read them real quick. So, steam powered scoundrels says so guessing on the pursuits illusionist wastrel gunslinger and monk Ooh, very close so close so very close so so close mm. do you guys do you guys oh. want to reveal your pursuits for the through the breach fans in the audience sure um well i close i didn't go illusionist i went with performer uh Monty, which honestly you... amazing choice yeah it was a great choice 
Steven, yeah, I'm I'm actually an academic. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a smart boy. Smart boy. Uh, Adelaide. You got me, wastrel. And uh, Kay. I'm I'm just a vibing monk. You know, nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good guess. Monkly so vibing. Yeah, so fifty percent. I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, yeah. I would have probably guessed the illusion, but I also secretly, eh, secretly. Uh, also use the background for each of the characters to represent their faction. So uh, maybe that means something. Maybe it doesn't. Who knows? Who knows these things? Maybe we'll find Who out. Knows? Who, Who knows? Who knows? Uh, next question for the cast, and we will start on we'll start on Bon, and we'll go the opposite way around up to me. Um, were there any inspirations for any of your characters? That's <laughs> actually really funny. We just talked about this during the break. I couldn't figure out what character to make and the book of shadow or was it the uh from the shadows uh mm-hmm. book just came out and they're like dad just kept telling me you, you can try and check out what you got here you know you got some vibes you got some fighters you got some stuff going on and uh, looking through it I was like well I could I really do like uh the aesthetics of the monk so that's how it came about and I couldn't figure out a character archetype and then uh Reyna was talking about like your character really reminds me a lot of Zoro. And I was like, I really could not think of any other character. And we, we both <laughs> were just talking about how we just watching One Piece. And I was like, yeah, I, I basically just had to like pull a Zoro out. I, could, I couldn't figure out a character. <laughs> that was great. Well, it's well done. It's well done. It's Steve, kind of you? crazy. It's kind. I just want to say this is a testament to like your acting skills because the fact that I was like, hey, your character reminds me of Zoro. And you were like, yeah, that's my inspiration. I was like, yeah um it might be obvious but um it belongs in a museum i'm uh essentially indiana jones when uh i found out kind of the tone and time period and like talking about exploring the unknown i thought an academic that you know goes into danger just to uh get artifacts and learn new things Love it. Patty? Um, I just, well, we know that I was grappling between uh, Granny Adelaide and um, Adelaide. <laughs> and I didn't want to wear a wig for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Man, come on. Yeah. I went cosplay. Commit to the bit. I thought you cared. <laughs> I, have it, I have it here. In, so if, if Adelaide dies... My backup character will be Granny Adelaide, and it will be the exact same character she is. Just, I'll wear the wig. We got to do it, Derek. We got to do it. She thinks I'm not going to turn her into a zombie. I'm turning her into a zombie, like like straight up. If Adelaide dies, we're just getting Adelaide, but zombie Adelaide. A zombie with a wig, right? Zombie with hair. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Well, that's that's the change. Well, like the full, you know, like like makeup and... You know, yeah, gotta do face paint right. every Tuesday. Just... Three hours of prep for the yeah. next show. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's in reverse. Raina just has to not put makeup on and then just be all fine. Oof. Oof. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Listen, our friendship is running thin. Oh, that reminds me. I have an announcement after. <laughs> <laughs> friendship over. Yeah, Great right. announcement. That's the announcement. No, I do have a real announcement, though. It's important. It's pretty serious. So, We've had to let Dad go. You know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now in the middle of the series, the the Dag will be exiting. No, yeah, not exactly. middle of the series, middle of the stream, like right now. Like just, yeah. Just, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Dag, a great campaign. 
Uh, for me, it was, uh, I, I mean, I love magic. I love magicians and illusionists from yonder year. Um, so I kind of went with a combination of Houdini and Sherlock. Nice. And you know who's really bad at magic? Joe Manganiello. Because that's just something Goodness. I think everyone should know. Everyone should know. Joe Manganiello Shots fired. sucks okay. at magic. And that makes me... Take happy. that! Yeah. This, this feels like such Oof. a comedy. I feel like, like, it's fine. I like a, just... a private message is going to be sent. Be like, all right, Dude, magic off. It's time. It. He's, he's like, yeah. he's like super buff. Be careful, man. <laughs> I know you can lift Dave. Don't, don't but... get me started. This is a whole other stream, you know? Yeah, we don't want to go. Trust me. You don't no. want to go down this road. Okay. I think there's only one other question left. Uh, and this is specific to the new players. So Steve and, uh, and Reyna. Uh, what's your favorite slash most interesting mechanic of TTB so far? Are you kidding? Are you joking? Listen, the fact that I have cards in front of me right now is, is I'm, I'm good. Like, <laughs> 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 I do, I do like the simplicity of seeing cards being flipped and having my cards in front of me and knowing whether I should use them or not as opposed to like all the different dice rolls with D&D. So I am enjoying that. It's, it feels a little more simple, but we haven't done anything complex yet. So yeah. I might take it back later. <laughs> That's true. That's fair. That's, That's fair. fair. All yeah. right. Now, now what yeah. we need to do is we need to find a factor of seven to the power of whatever card you flip and then add no. that to the number of aspects that you have above two. I, I hope we all ask. took trig. Um, it's going to be an interesting time. <laughs> no, no, we're not quite there yet. All right. <clears throat> so, with the uh, last question. Yeah. Oh, for no, for me. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, hey. I'm so excited. That was wow. Kind of Steve. He's ready to That's jump back okay. in. I still love so you. Uh, me too. But um, honestly, for me, it's the idea of being able to cheat. Uh, kind of twist the fate. Um, you know, with... I've really only played 5e and you got your stats that you can build up or whatever, but if you roll a one, you roll a one and that's the end of your action or whatever. And the idea of, I, I, it, I just need this to work. Let me see what I can do to ch literally change the fate. I love that idea. Yeah. Changing fate is such a great, like, this is a great mechanic where you're just like, God, please, anything to make this moment better. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, to tie into that, because I don't know if I've explained this to the audience, or but I kind of loosely mentioned it uh, in the pre-show. Um, the other cool thing about the twist deck stuff is the fact that when you fail a specific check based on what pursuit you're on, that's actually how you add cards back to your hand. So failing actually gives you more cards, which means that, you know, you have to, like, decide if you want to let some, like, less important stuff go so that you can add stuff to your hand for the more bigger rolls later on down the road. So it's really cool that it does actually uh, afford you some measure of being able to control, like, those moments where you can just thrive and succeed, um, you know, where you can. Yeah, hey, Dave, we're, getting, uh, Dave, we're getting reports that you're super yeah. quiet. Am I super quiet? Hold on. How about will you about fix now? that? I'll do the announcement. Oh. Okay, yeah, go so on. So guess what, everybody? Since Dag and I aren't friends anymore, this is a perfect segue. Dag will be on stream with me tomorrow, and we're going to fight each other as cute yeah. animals. <laughs> we are. The duel of adorable oh. happening tomorrow. Happening tomorrow, 8.30 p.m. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. 
Wednesday <laughs> fireside chat. Chat, chat, chat. <laughs> Okay. Furries, oh, furries, furries, furries. I think I think. <laughs> no, Dave. <laughs> boo, boo. <laughs> and for, and for those who release your beast, but you'll only need the edge. Yes, and for those and for those of you who want to know what we're doing, we're actually going to be playing party animals. If you played the game before, yeah, it's. Dang, don't nice. tell them. Yes. <laughs> I am not dressing. I am not having to have people turn that up and be disappointed in the fact that I am not in a full furry suit in the middle of summer in Australia, Raina. Maybe you should be, Dad. <laughs> I'm not. Maybe this is maybe this is I your know. debut you moment. Are, you are lucky I'm wearing pants right anymore. now. That's all I've got to say. Is is it is hot. We are in the middle of a heat wave. It is How it do you unsubscribe from a channel? I'm asking for a friend. Celsius. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I just am suddenly so busy now. It's gonna... Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, what you do first is you head on over to deadaussiegamer.com slash twitch.youtube um, and, uh, and, and yeah, you just, you, you just hit that unsubscribe button. Yeah, dot .exe. Yeah. Dot .exe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, <laughs> What say we get crack a lacking, shall we? So yeah, we return to our group of individuals as they have reunited and begun to make their way towards the district surrounding the wall to the quarantine zone. As they do so, they find themselves in a seedy underbelly filled with black market goods, shady characters, and of course, a bunch of, um, well, out of uniform officers, enjoying some of the libations and things that aren't usually enjoyed in the middle of the city. Now, Montgomery, you know of a character named Buttons that happens to be here, a grifter of sort and a smuggler. He tends to reside uh, in a small and shitty little tavern in the wall known as the Tequila Mockingbird. It's fun fact, I, I have a family member in a band named Tequila Mockingbird. Nice. All right, well, we're here. Might as well get a drink, right? Follow me. As the smells of the tavern assail your senses, uh, you can see that uh, around you there are a number of uh, people, um, you know, eating food and drinking and otherwise, you know, sort of keeping to themselves. As you pass by certain tables, you are given deathly glares and the conversations stop until you move past. Until eventually, uh, you spot buttons nearby. gonna walk over what, what's he doing uh right now it looks as though he is uh sitting at a booth and uh writing uh some stuff down on a ledger in front of him i'll uh just kind of walk up kind of behind him and just kind of kick the chair or booth try to scare him as you do so <laughs> which is very ironic because I was leaving this for a reveal. But he flies <laughs> off the chair and crashes onto the floor. Because <sighs> Buttons, as you approach um, Maximilian, uh, Kay, and Adelaide, 
you were not expecting to see a gremlin. A short, skinny, green creature with pointed ears and dressed uh, kind of like, in, in kind of like uh, black kind of like, I guess, middle class attire. The gremlins are a race of creature that reside normally in the bayous and the swampy lands of Malifaux, though they are not uncommon sights here and there. They are not dangerous, well, at least no more or less dangerous than people are, um, but they are uh, very adept at uh, getting into places and copying people. As, uh, uh, as Montgomery comes up and boots the back of the chair, uh, you hear this, Oh! Hey! Oh! Oh! What the fuck? What's your problem? Calm down, you little green bastard. Get up. Oh! Oh, Jesus fucking crock shit. What do you want? The hell you think I want? A fucking shave? <laughs> your damn funny buttons. So <laughs> funny. Yeah, 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 no, I get it. I know what you want. Oh, please, Mr. Buttons, I need to get somewhere. Can you smuggle me something? Oh, hey, Mr. Buttons, you can't be doing that. It's super illegal. But also, can you break through this guild barricade for me? Ah, blow it out your a-hole. I ain't helping you this time. Ain't no way. Just turn to the others. Well, you know, he's got half a brain cell, at least. I think you will. And I think you know why. He picks up his, uh, the ledgers and stuff that's been, been put on the floor, and he looks at you, and you give him the hard stare. Can we get an intimidation check from you, please, as you attempt to, you attempt to, uh, um, make your point clear. How does assisting work with this? Ah, great question. If you wish Ooh. to assist in an intimidation check, you may add your ranks in intimidation to the flip. I will definitely do that. You just see Kay slowly start menacingly in his in big bulgy mold as he could. Just be like, all right, I'm going to look really intimidating. Look really tough. Look really tough. We can do this. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> all right. So with your intimidation, Montgomery, you add an 11. Okay. So I don't have uh, a rank in it. So is that, was that okay, charm? So, or? Uh, so intimidation is, I believe, tenacity. Okay, uh, that's uh, that's an even. Yep. Uh, zero. So that, uh, eleven fine. with your assistance of two from oh, uh, yeah. K as well. That brings you to thirteen, which is plenty to frighten yeah. this this guy as he as he looks at you and he says, uh, uh, "You you you don't have the guts. Yeah, you you know." Uh, and you you think your 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 man he, he scares me. He looks at your tattoos. I uh, should. Well, you do. <laughs> really should. <laughs> and I just kind of put my uh, hand kind of on my sort of abdomen where I I know that he knows I keep my gun. The uh, He kind of like says, okay, okay, okay. Fine, fine. That's more like it. Yeah. You know, you should Bastard. really... Remember your manners. We've talked about this. He, um, he, he, uh, basically curtsies, and as he does so, he flips you off, uh, before he says, well, take a fucking seat then. Uh, as he puts his seat up, he, you notice he stacks several heavy books, 
so that he can actually sit up and actually be like at the table. Don't stain those books with your ass juice, okay? I told you that. You know, trying to go across and take a seat. And he goes, well, it's better to use the information to support my ass than to fill your head with whatever nonsense you always come up with. I so, still uh, don't know how you survived this long. It's called luck. And speaking it's of lucky, something. you watch as he, uh, he, he twists over and looks at Adelaide and he goes, how you doing? Well, really, I'm just mostly still stuck on the ass juice thing, trying to figure out what really that is. Well, yeah, you don't want to know. Well, look, what my colorful friend is trying to say here is, is that uh, that I have uh, have something you all need, but that doesn't tell me what you're gonna give and do for all buttons here. I do believe. You owe me. You remember. That was a long time ago. And and besides, you know, she's got kids now. I mean, that's that's in the past. You can't you can't do that. I, it, it, it's only like a, accrued interest over the years, friend. He kind of As he's make, trying to figure out what to do. Uh I just put a nice hand on his shoulder and give a <laughs> give a firm reminder that he's around really, really good friends. As you place three fingers on what is left of his shoulder when you put your hand on it, um, this tiny figure looks to you and he says, uh, Fine, what do you want? The usual entry. And let's not make a mess of it this time, okay? Fine, 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 fine. But no more of this. None of this. No freebies. We squared no after more this. No more sewers. Look, tired of that. That's okay. Just so happens I came into a uh, a very lucrative little, uh, little bit of information. And uh, coincides with maybe a way into the quarantine zone. And also maybe a measure of like... I don't know, making sure that it's uh, all clear, if you know what I mean. Now, I can promise you there ain't no guild over there. But, you know, hey, a quarantine's a hole is a hole in the quarantine. You know what I mean? Like, is how it works. Here. Yeah, yeah. He writes down an address. Go here. There's a, an old runway, dried up. Uh, used to travel water from the river that runs through Malifaux to that area. Something's blocking it. It doesn't work no more. Follow it all the way down, and eventually you'll come to uh, to where it's supposed to go underground, but it goes through the wall. Not really a sewer, more like a dried aqueduct. That smells like shit. I swear, Buttons. If I have to throw out another pair of boots, you know those were my favorite boots. Come back for you. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, I hope you do. Safe travels and all that, you schmuck. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, safe travels. That's what I thought. And uh, by the way, if you ever need a, you know, person who can get in and out of places, 
He no hands Adelaide. No, I, I didn't ask you. He hands. Uh, he slides his business card over to Adelaide. Gives you a surreptitious wink. But unfortunately, he's got like lazy eye, so his the opposite eye blinks <laughs> to the one that raises the eyebrow. <laughs> well, well, throw me a cat and do me a twirl. Thank you so much. You want cats? This. He pulls up a bag. What do you want? I got oh, calicoons. No, no. I got mancoons. I got stop it. Buttons. Those all no better be alive. Animals. He shakes Listen. the bag. Yeah, no, they're alive. No. That that was a that was a saying, you know, sort sort of like a phrase oh, that you say. Right, right. You want yeah. a lava kitten? <laughs> it's wait, OG. How much, how much? Wait, wait, hold it. Wait, 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 wait. Let's not yeah. let's not get too far. How, how much though? Uh, oh, you trust me? You don't want to do business with them. Oh, look, it, it's fine. Look, all I need, all I need, this little thing is. Uh, is take this, and he hands you, uh, he holds up a ring, and when you're in the, in the quarantine zone, just throw it. Wait, the ring or the cat? The ring, the ring! Don't throw the cat, Jesus. What's oh, wrong with you? I'm trying to, God trying damn, to lady. what's happening here. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I said throw me a cat, and now you're talking about throwing things, so I'm just well, making sure. You're the one here. talking about throwing cats. It's just an expression. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, hmm. I mean, uh, Max, uh, I mean, uh, my buddy here. You, you mind, uh, taking, taking a look at the, the ring before, uh, I don't want to say yes, but, you know, I mean, lot yeah, of kittens. The I might entire have a weakness, time, the, the entire time, Max has just been staring intently at the gremlin and not really paying attention to what's being said around him. Uh, y yes, the ring, of course, but this is fantastic and i'll go over and like pull up on the skin a little bit this is one oh, of the don't. most advanced animatronics Ugh. i've ever seen how are you controlled don't from touch him you don't know where he's been is he you as you grab onto his 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 skin it's like feels like leather uh and warty and lumpy as as he's like all right, yo, your boy's gonna have to let me go, or he's gonna go. He's, he's gonna be missing the hand here in a second. Trust me, Max. You and don't. I'll grab him. I'll grab him by the jaw. Oh, don't! It's oh, so not the mouth. Lifelike. And uh -uh. look, it's, there's actually. <laughs> All right, he's gonna. He's gonna bite you. On the inside. Ow. Oh, don't! He's a biter. <laughs> okay, oh. as he tries to bite you, we're gonna go with a defensive flip. So every single one of the characters has uh, a defense score. Now, in this game of Through the Breach, the Fate Master flips nothing. We have set difficulty challenges for all of our encounters. For this poor fellow, uh, his he is a um, he is a gremlin, a simple, standard old Bayou Gremlin. Now, the Bayou Gremlin has a six on their attack, which means Dave. Uh, Max will need to get at least a seven if they want to ignore the attack. Okay. So, flipping your defense, you get a four. What is your defense? And with my plus three to defense, as he attempts to bite down on my hand, I pull it out just in time, leaving my powdered white glove underneath. So he's essentially <clears throat> just holding on to it. <clears throat> Amazing. And the reaction time of it. Now, no, let go. Let Don't go. Uh, let uh, go. Uh, let go. Buttons. No. <laughs> and I just, like, roll up one of the scrolls and just ah, pop them on the Oh, nose. my God. No. Oh, no. we what talked the hell? about this. Stop okay. biting me. 
as you as you do so, um, Adelaide, you notice that there's been a turn. As you a what a, a turn. turd a turn turn. <laughs> there's also a turn. That goblin juice. Uh, yeah, goblin probably juice. here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goblin poop confirmed. Okay. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. new lore, new lore. Looking yeah, around yeah. at Tequila Mockingbird, <laughs> they, they are watching you manhandle buttons. <laughs> As this happens, you notice that uh, several individuals have stopped what they're doing, and about 12 people. Oh, stream disconnected. Be frozen. Uh, who's frozen? Stream disconnected. We were, oh, we're uh, like, okay, okay. Uh, okay, there we go. We're good. We're good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's refresh. Okay. Oh, we're back. We're back. Yep. yep. I was here the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> no, Twitch. Twitch broke. Twitch. Yeah. Broke. Twitch oh, broke. Oh, Twitch, Twitch broke. Okay. Broke. Yeah. Oh. Well, Bezos. Bezos. All right. Every so time. this is a um. Okay. So this is a good segue. As you make your way towards the address, we are going to switch it up a little bit. Edia, do you, do you mind? Uh, I just, it's not that I like cats, but can, can I see the, do you mind? Like, oh. I just want to see it. Yeah, here, you can, you can just keep it. I, I just, just didn't want it to live the rest of its life in a bag, so I just, yeah, yeah. here, you, you can have it. Oh, okay, okay. It's, I'm, it's, he just fits in the palm. I'm just gonna, it's gonna very slowly, <laughs> it's like, and, and the whole entire time, I'm gonna be enamored by just the kitten the whole entire time. It's gonna, <laughs> That's it. That's like, oh, I'm following. I just, I might get lost. <laughs> the kitten's purr is comforting. But as you begin to make your way towards the address, you see in front of you a destroyed building, the aqueducts and the like, the sound of brawling coming from down below. Several individuals seem to be uh, battling against undead, rattling and uh, basically exchanging hits. You then hear the oh sound boy. of gunfire. Members of the guild emerging to try and face off against undead zombies. You watch as a guild member is brought low, brought to his uh, knees as he is then pulled apart before other gunshots are fired around. This is a perfect distraction for you to slip on by and get to the place that you're going without being noticed. Uh, I'll need a stealth check from everyone as you are trying All to make right, your move, way move, move, people. Now, what we're doing here is what's called an ongoing challenge. An ongoing challenge requires our group to succeed in a number of checks before they fail. I need three successful checks before you get two failures. So the first check is a stealth check. And one of you will be nominated to make this stealth check. Who would that be? Not me. Oh, I I think it should be me. I right. I'm looking at my I'm going inside my brain, and I think I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> I just just evaluated my skills for a moment. I'm gonna go inside my brain and think about my physical capabilities. <laughs> just just how graceful am I? All right. Well, with a stealth check. You flip a six. Your target number is nine for this ongoing challenge. Well, 
I do declare I have a stealth of plus four. So Woo! wonderful. Suck it, Let's Tan. go. Moderate <laughs> succession. All right. You begin to sneak past. As you do so, you make your way around and find yourself uh, before what looks to be a barricade. Uh, now, clearing this barricade might be a bit tricky. Um, we will allow this to be either an engineering to try and dismantle some of it, an athletics trick to try and climb over it, uh, or you can try to go around it and make a uh, make a track check in order to make oh sorry a wilderness check in order to try and navigate around this and find the other back streets to get behind it. So those I'm are pretty steps. athletic, y'all don't mind. Please. Alrighty. All right. With a nine of tomes, Ooh. our big guy, without any trouble whatsoever, just basically pulls apart the barricade enough to be able to get everyone through. That's two successes, uh, zero go, failures. Go, go. Damn. Wish I had you every time. All right. <laughs> now, the area up ahead is dark and foreboding. Things might be lurking. It'd best be that you check and scout it before moving ahead. So I'll need a notice check for the next area, as you can see up I, ahead. I could do that. All right. Used to scouting these areas. That is a did four you look rant. into your brain? Can, can oh, we I help him out? Can, can we help him out? Well, I. Uh, Dave, if you want to, you may this. help him out. Or if you have rake ranks in, I cannot help. Okay. In any way, shape, or form. I mean, I've got a plus six. Oh, if you got a plus six, yeah, that'll Notice. do it. Yeah, that'll still make it. Yeah. Wow. So that's a ten. <laughs> yep. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. All right. So. Uh, yeah. Wait. Oh, around. I'm sorry. A plus four. I'm sorry. Plus four. Uh, plus Math four. That's hard. an eight. That will fail. Okay. Uh, alternatively, oh, no. I can cheat. If only there was a way that you could increase yeah. that flipped card. <laughs> I think I'll. Uh, think I might cheat this one, mm -hmm. and uh, use my uh, seven of uh, crows. All right. With, with the seven of crows, you successfully managed to look into the alleyway, and what you see is a small child with a red balloon, staring at oh. you from in the alleyway. She's no. gesturing at you from behind a trash bin, and you go, nope! And then you literally turn around and go around a different alleyway. <laughs> go this way, this way. Don't look that direction. Trust me. All right. Sure enough, true to his word, Beautiful. Buttons has delivered you to a small aqueduct that uh, seems to be deserted. There is no one around here, save for uh, a woman of the night who seems to be by a lone uh, street lamp. She seems to be trying to light a cigarette, but struggling against the cold wind. Her clothes and attire uh, make it look like she is maybe a performer from the performance district. She has a feathered skirt. She has a top hat. She's got a uh, corset with some very, very lace-looking uh, trimmings to it. Um, and she seems to be uh, alone in this uh, small area of the city. Uh, I will begin to approach, uh, reaching into my pocket. I'll reach, I'll, 
put on my my thumb tip, my my false thumb tip that has a little bit of a flint and a spark wheel to it, as well as a small uh, a small wick out the top of it. Uh, as she's looking for something to light her cigarettes, I'll approach. Uh, by all means, madam, allow me, and I'll snap my finger with the very tip of the thumb now sparking into a small uh, candlelight flame. Uh, the top hat um, that rests atop of her head casts a shadow over her form. Um, you see these ruby red lips, however, uh, smile in your direction as she says, well, Thank you. Aren't you just the gentleman? Well, I aim to please the best that I can. She oh, leans no, no, forward. And as she does so, the light from your uh, flame uh, ignites the, uh, the tip of the cigarette at the end of the, the stem that she's using to smoke. But as it does so, it reveals her visage. A rotten corpse. Decaying flesh covered with makeup and blush. And she says, I've always had great taste in men. And she, uh, she seems to sort of like look at you with these almost like jaundiced looking eyes. And uh, around you, several footsteps can be heard converging on your location. Oh boy. And we are now going to switch. Can we just say that Adelaide uh, takes her gun and cocks it and goes, Oh, hell no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as soon as Max started approaching, Montgomery was hand on pocket. I love it. All right. So, before we get anywhere, guys, let's go to the map move. Ooh, what? there's a map! Oh, there's a Nancy! Yeah. Boom! Oh, can we get some maps in chat, please? Come on, guys. Maps. He's so cool. All right. Yes, we have maps. Maps for days. Okay. Now, let me just get these on here. Uh, okay. So, as we can see, we've got uh, our person here. Uh, let's move Montgomery uh, up to here. Uh, and let's move everyone just a little step back. Now. Uh, the footsteps you hear come from around you as you see several uh, zombified uh, swordsmen, each of which brandishing a shining blade, their hair alight with a pink flame as they surround you on all sides. Now, we are going into a battle scene. For the battle scene, everyone will be flipping initiative. As they flip initiative, um, that will determine your turn order, of course. Um, initiative in through the breach is your notice skill plus your speed in order to determine your reaction. As always, the Fate Master does not flip anything. So for our lovely individuals, we have the Zombie Swordsman, or in this case, the Rabble Rises. Uh, they have a initiative of eight. The Zombies are going uh, to have an eight. Uh, the rotten, oh sorry, the dead Doxy, who is the, uh, the, the woman who has allured their next victim, uh, has an initiative of 10. And we are now going to go in order, starting with Maximilian, 
your initiative, please, if we add a 12. God damn. Uh, <laughs> it's the worst time to have the great initiative. <laughs> this, I would just like to, to clarify that, like, during these games, since it's all card based, the worst part is having all of your good cards played at the worst times because mm -hmm. all the high cards run out at some point and you get left mm -hmm. with shit. Uh oh. So, yeah, all those when you get more aware. Right at the beginning was fun. Yeah. yeah. Burn them and turn them, baby. Burn them and turn them. Let's go. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we made it to Vegas. All right. All right. So that's a 13 for Max. 13 for Max. Okay, that puts Max above the dead Doxy. Very nice. Uh, and I'm going to use your dice to determine that as an initiative. So there you go. I've got the my good old CC dice that I got from Dave. There it is. Aww, oh, do want. Yep, they're so what good. Is it DMDaveDice.com? So DMDaveDice.com. It's .exe. Um, all right. <laughs> Next, Montgomery. We have a five of mask mm. for you. That's going to be an eight. An eight. That puts you in tie with the uh, swordsman. What's your initiative bonus? That would be a three, so you would go first. three. Yeah. Woo! All right. Uh, then we go to Adelaide. Adelaide, Ready. your initiative is a four of crow. So her stats put her plus three, so seven. All right. You should hold. Hold. A seven. <laughs> no, hold. you always hit on a seven. All right. <laughs> seven it is. Okay, and last but not least... Where does our lovely monk go with a... I should also tell you I have a, a positive flip. Oh, what from? On initiative. <laughs> it is, I have seized the day, a general talent. Oh, very nice. Wow. Well, that is a one and a two. Let's go. Nice. Let's go. Oh, Get rid yeah. of those slow cars, baby. Yeah. Double down. Split them up. Double down. <laughs> We're going all the way. We're going all the way. I that puts me at a solid six. All right, very nice. Okay, so our initiative order is Maximilian followed by uh, followed by Adelaide, followed by the dead Doxy, followed by Montgomery, then the Zombibe, and then the uh, the wonderful K. Now. In a, turn of in a turn of initiative, everyone gets two actions. Pretty much everything is an action. Moving is an action, attacking is an action, etc., etc., etc. For the purposes of this game, everyone was on alert, so those of you with weapons have your weapons already pre-drawn. Um, there are also certain other actions you can take, but we will discuss them as we go. But for, uh, for the purposes of this, the one that you would want to know most is the concentration uh, action. This allows you to use one of your actions to give yourself a positive flip on your next uh, attack action, as well as you can take a defensive stance and give yourself a positive on your next defensive flip. So you can accrue these if you would like as well, if you wanted to. Apart from that, it's pretty straightforward. So uh, let's start with you, Max. Okay, so let me ask you this. To wield something or obtain something from my, from my person, does that cost an action? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'll kind of give a glance to the sides, now noticing the zombified swordsman. Uh, I'll look back to the lady with the 
beautiful blush on her face and give a little bit of a smirk as I reach my hand into my pocket. Usually I'm a lover of all things ruby and blushed, but you, my dear, I see you seem to have expired. Let's see if we can light up that smile a little bit more. And I'll pull out my oil-soaked handkerchief and throw it in her face, uh, trying to ignite it from the uh, the cigarette at her at her hands. Oh, very nice. As Burn. You, as you, Let's go. As you take out the oil and throw it in her direction, you watch as she looks at you, and a charm seems to waft over. Despite her undeath, there is something unnaturally alluring about her. And she says, Necrophilia. Are you sure? Everyone's going to die. As she, she turns to you and, uh, and makes kind of like this, you know, kind of biting of her lips and this seductive look. Unfortunately, she is manipulative. So before we make your attack roll, you need to make a target number 10 willpower duel. If you fail, the action will fail as her... Demeanor gives you pause. Okay. Oh no, sorry, no. I get to change your uh, your action. Okay. All right. Burn him and turn him. Seven Ooh. of rent. And what what did I need to succeed? Will, willpower. Have... You need a ten. About that. Um. I have a plus two in willpower. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of shit out of luck. All right. Uh, so, as you do so. so that cool thing that I tried to start. Do, I'm going to oh, no. not do yeah. that. Oh, no, you, you still do it. You still do it. However, she changes your target. As you yeah. throw the oil rag at K instead. Not the fire kitten! <laughs> Thwop. I mean, I mean, actually, it's a fire kitten, so it actually might not hurt. Uh, uh, <laughs> pretty sure fair. they're resistant, at least. Yeah, it's, weak. Yeah, it's, bare minimum. it's, it's a fire type, so it's weak to fire. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that uh, brings us to the end of your turn. One action to draw your oil-soaked drag, and the second to huck it at Kay's face. Now, you are going to get to make an attack against Kay to see if it actually hits. Uh, so, uh, Maximilian, this is your attack action with your throne skill. Uh, or your grace. Jesus, 13 oh, of wow. ask. Uh, and, uh, I am also going to play my next fate card, which mm. is a two. Very well. So Beautiful. With, with your two plus your, uh, throwing, what would you get? Uh, with my throwing skill? Uh, uh, what is that, Grace? Uh, yes. So that's two or three, three. All right. So K, you need to defeat a three with your defense. You get a six. Let's go, baby! Let's go! Let's go! Get you safe. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> I'm not Raina's gonna die. Look, like they're celebrating, like... not not hitting each other. It's <laughs> <laughs> like great. Okay. All right. Ma- Montgomery, you're up next. Uh, well, uh, he's going to slip his hand in um that pretty much secret pocket that he's had his hand on and pull out his uh, B and D pocket pistol 
-hmm. And, uh, let's level it at, um... So it says it has a range of six. What does six look like in this game? That, that is six yards. Looks like a G, okay. except it's connected. <laughs> Thanks. He's not wrong. Um, I got you, buddy. Thanks, man. Let's go. This this lady seems trouble. Let's go for the uh, the bait lady um, as well. All right. Let's make that flip. As you're flipping that, what do you mean secret pocket? It's uh, it's a pocket that you don't yeah, notice until yeah, it, I'll I'll tell you when you're older. All right, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's that is a so ten with a of plus rams. three, plus three. That's thirteen. Thirteen a wow. beautiful. That is uh, so that is your willpower jewel to not to be able to uh, target her. Now we're going to your do your attack, which is a two of ram. Oh. Got cards. Um, cards. Got cards. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, sorry, your target number to, to hit her is eleven. Is eleven? Yep. Yeah, I think I'm gonna pull the uh, the jack of uh, was that crows. Let's All do right. it. Um, Very nice. That Let's do 11. this. Uh, no. So, uh, yep. So eleven uh, plus fourteen total. Sorry, how much total? 14. 14, nice. So, the way that uh, Through the Breach works is based on how much you succeed or how much you fail, uh, there are margins. Because uh, 14 is uh, six within six higher than uh, the value to hit, uh, it is at the first margin of success, which is a negative flip. So, negative flip for your damage, which we're going to flip a 12 and a 2, which is your weak oh. damage, unfortunately. So, weak damage. Uh, all the damages in Malifaux are listed in three numbers. Uh, your weak, your moderate, and your severe. What is the weak damage on your pistol? Uh, that is a two. Two. Very well. Oh, hey, sorry. I do forget. Sorry. My apologies. Uh, as an undead, it is also hard to wound, so we get to flip another one as well. So it's nice. still a two, but we do burn another card. Uh, so damage. two points of damage as your pistol fires out. Bam! Colliding with the body of the dead Doxy. Uh, green ichor begins to pour from just above her breast where you've shot uh, and the bullet has penetrated through. Um, she gasps uh, in like almost an audacious sense, like <gasps> as uh, as you made your hit. And so how does concentration work on this? Does uh, she like break concentration in any type of way if she's like hit damage or? Uh, she's not concentrating on anything. Oh, okay. It's just She just naturally bewitches people. Uh, yes, she has a natural ability called Manipulation, and that affects any time she's targeted uh, before she takes an action. Uh, okay. Well, well uh... normally before she takes an action, but actually Manipulative just works all the time. I just play it as though, you know. For the people who are fans out there, it's because I, you know, like, yeah, I, I, I yeah, Manipulative is pretty tough. And as my second action, mm -hmm. I mean, let's do it again. All right. Locked and loaded. Let's see if manipulative procs. It does. So uh, she's going to change your target if you do not have a way to cheat that up to a 10. Oh, it's my last card. Why am I in the I center? Don't, I don't want to. I don't want to shoot. <laughs> a friend. Um, 
<sighs> no, nah, let's uh, let's just do it. I'll use uh. <laughs> Alright. Had a good hand. Had a good hand. I just don't want to shoot a friend. Okay, if I miss, just don't shoot a friend. Alright, that is an eight on your hit to hit him. Well, hit her. Uh, plus three. Uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That is a hit. Because it equals, it is an equivalent, which means we have two negative flips on the damage, plus another negative from hard to wound. So we're flipping four cards and taking the lowest. 11. Come on. 13. Oh, big money. God. 10. Stop big money. Cards, Double digits. Those are all good ones. No. Fuck. Ah. We Wait, damage. Our... Man, we're doing so good. For another two points of damage. All right. Yep. Rigged. Okay. She is, uh, she's, she's looking pretty, pretty sour about this, uh, this attack as a second bullet penetrates her body. Um, and she, um, uh, she looks over at uh, at Montgomery. Uh, this fierceness in her eyes. She says, "I normally charge extra for double penetration." No, Dag, you're banned. <laughs> yes, <laughs> banned. How do you revoke a stream key? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and like at the end, I'll kind of glance over to uh, Max with like a cocked eyebrow and say, "You don't usually want to talk to people around here." That'll be my turn. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up after that is the dead Doxy. Um, now she is going to undress. Okay, listen, this is, I know you, we gave you the stream key, Dag, but let's... <laughs> look, look, I'm not, these we are legitimate... come back for campaign three, okay? <laughs> look, so many layers These are this. legitimate powers that these have, and Steam Power, back me up on this. Okay, so, she's going Don't to try and, she's using Undress, which is a bewitching ability that the dead Doxies have, um, and she is going to target K with this ability. Now, you'll need to resist a, uh, you'll need to get higher than a 12 on, uh... I'm a monk, check. damn it. <laughs> well, let's see how it works. <laughs> uh, or you will become slowed in your turn, which means you will lose an action. So, she begins to undress, slowly peeling off her, um, her sleeves. And as she does so, your willpower is a 13. You resist! Damn! Let's go! I'm good, baby! Go. Yeah! You resist the oh. temptation of this troublesome strop. Um, I am a strong-willed monk, okay? You cannot, you cannot get me, you hussy. <laughs> yeah. She, she raises an no eyebrow. Now, God, I love Kay. Now, I wasn't, wasn't going to do this, but I am going to do it now. She's going to continue to undress as she unbuckles Ow. her garter. And she I'm only so strong! Slides, <laughs> slides her stocking I'll down. do it, Kay. Careful, Kay. That is a six. This is willpower. Uh, six. Yeah, it's a willpower jewel. What do I need again? You need to get a uh, thirteen or higher to avoid the effect. Oh, that's crazy. I don't know why. It's just really ineffective. <sighs> uh, my my brain didn't work for a second. I'm just gonna plus four is still only a ten. This is not gonna be it. All right. Yeah. So. Step one, you become slow. <laughs> because there is a built-in tome trigger 
She also puts on a burlesque show for you. You need to this make is the me worst. a centering challenge. Otherwise, oh, that's otherwise, uh, you become slowed again. I'm starting I'm good, to understand Let's go. why Let's this game oh, is no, called the monk. reach. <laughs> oh All no, right. the monk has to center. That is three for your centering. You know, it's about that time when I feel like uh, fate needs to be cheated every once in a while. I got myself a nice little. Uh, Take to the cards. Oh, you can't Let's even go! see. Eleven, <laughs> nice. baby. Yeah, Vinny right. is a bitch sometimes. Beautiful. All right, you avoid what? the the temptation of the burlesque show. This undead doxy is uh, is performing for you, uh, but her inviting allure still draws you closer. Whenever you gain the slow condition, you use your walk action to walk directly towards her. So you are now adjacent to where she is. Good, because I have to be up and close to, to do any damage anyways. This is fine. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, and that is everything. So you've gained the slow condition. We then go to Adelaide. All right. So question. I can take, because I've already taken my gun out, I essentially could take two shots with it because correct. it has a capacity of six. So I don't have to reload until I've taken six shots. That is correct. Okay. You can pew uh, and pew. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, um, can I get her to m wait? Is moving an action too? Uh, yes. So I'm guessing where I'm standing right now, I do not have a clear shot. Um, it, they have cover, <laughs> which means that you'll take a negative flip on your damage, but you can still shoot. Oh, and she'll get a plus um, one on her defense. Nah, I'd rather just. I'd, I'll just I'll take one action to set myself up so that I have a I have an open shot on her. All right. Um, if you want an open shot, I'd probably say the best place is to go where Montgomery is, and maybe sure. just over, over that side. Sure, so, sounds good. Yep. So you make your way over to here. You now have a clear shot at the dead Doxy, which you can take if you would like. Yeah, so as she as she walks over, she's saying, Now, honey, I just want to give you some advice here. Um, beauty, it's skin deep, but ugly goes all the way to the bone. And she's going to shoot. Damn, nice. This now, is the new bardic inspirations. I love it. Now, to clarify, I'm not playing manipulative now that she's already active. That's not in the rules of Through the Breach, but that is because I do what I want. I'm the GM. Okay. okay. Uh, boom. Fair. That is an eight on your attack to hit. So there's, I just want to make sure I'm reading this right. With my shotgun, it says AV plus four. Is that my ability yeah. to hit? That is your ability to hit. Okay, okay. Didn't know what AV stands for. So, uh, okay, yeah. So Adjusted that's value. eight plus four. All right, eight plus four is 12. With a 12, that will strike with one margin of success, meaning it is at a negative flip. Because the creature is hard to wound, that is an additional negative, which means we flip three, one, Two, three for weak damage. I don't like this game. Start blasting! <laughs> a little, little bit of pain. I started blasting. All right. What's, so, <laughs> yep. What's your weak damage? Weak damage is two. Two. All right. This creature is not looking good. Bits of 
uh, its body have now lain strewn about as the shotgun shard explodes the corset from the center mass of it. More of that green ichor is now falling to the floor. Uh, doesn't look like she got much in her left. Um, as we then go Wait. to her did, did she just shoot off the rest of her corset? <laughs> There's a hole I'm only in the so strong! Look, there's a hole in the front of the corset. <laughs> David. Oh. Alright. The, uh, the zombie swordsman. One will move upwards and go for oh, Max. One will move around and go for K. And the other is going to go for Monty. Alright. We're going to need some defense duels as they turn their blades outwards. Towards their quarry. Okay. Haired swords. Alright, here we go. Did so, you just cock a sword? No, she rubbed them together. They're paired oh. swords. Oh, okay. I thought it was I like paired swords. <laughs> I didn't even register either. Right. I didn't register like that in my life. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> you need to get an, a 12 or higher to avoid the attack here with these swords. So first attack uh, on each, well, only attack on each of you. Let's start with K. K, your defense is the Black Ooh. Joker. Fate now, has failed. Now, Dag, yeah. wait, hold wait, some before you start this. Chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, every single game. That I've ever played with good old, good old Dag. I always get this goddamn Joker every time. So um, that's not funny. So do you remember how I uh, remember how I mentioned that uh, we don't have like you know like critical margins of success aren't critical hits? Yeah, that's because there are two secret cards in this deck. The first is the Black Joker, meaning fate has worked and conspired against our lovely hero. It counts for a zero. It count cannot be cheated. And, uh, yep, it just removes all joy from life as you try to survive. So what is your, what is your defense with a zero? Oh, wow, 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 with a zero. I, I, you know, I think it's like a 13 or a 14. Let me, yeah. you know, just a quick <laughs> check. Probably yeah. 26. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a five. A five? Okay. Damn. With a five. Uh, he has an 11, which is a positive flip to his attack. So that means I'm going to flip one card because he automatically flips one, which is still fine. Of a moderate damage of three as he slices into K's body. Oh. Ooh. So much penetration! Fuck. It wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't set up a safe word. It wasn't even a warning. Just straight in. Uh, all right, Max, your defense is a nine. Oh, oh, that's good. Hold yeah. on. Twelve. That's twelve. That's a twelve. That's a 12. let's go. That's nice. Let's that go. will nice. miss. Right. I ain't taking nine inches of cold steel to the ribs. All right. <laughs> no nine inches of venom for you. And <laughs> our last swordsman <laughs> attacks Montgomery with an eight. That is a 12. 
All right, with a 12 again, the blade whizzes past and misses. Each of these individuals have moved and made their first attack. But that now brings us to none other than K. Come on, baby. Every kiss starts with a K. Let's do it. Let's do it. I've been waiting to hit something. I w- God, I wish I was a barbarian because I could say I would like to rage, but okay. But rage. It's fine. I'm so- yeah, I mean, you'd still be angry, man. It's. You know, I free will. would like to rage, yes. I would like to be very angry oh. right now. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got? Okay, so I am going to be going with. I have two attacks still, right? Two actions? Uh, one, because you are slowed from the uh, okay, okay. sexy dances. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, this is what I get for being a monk. Yep. Just not used to it. Uh, no, I know. Hey, Dave, Those hey, sexy Dave. dancers. Hey, hey Dave. Dave. <laughs> Do you want to know what the uh, the trigger on undress is? Confusing feelings. <laughs> Can relate right now. Can relate. Target gains the following condition until the end of its next turn. You suffer a negative flip on all duels against this person as you have confusing feelings. Oh my gosh. I, I swear I'm not a necrophiliac. I swear. I don't understand this. what's going on. <laughs> hey, we're not here to shame. I swear I'm into trees. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll tackle the quarterstaff. All right. You pull out the quarterstaff and you swing it around. As you do so, you make your attack at a five to hit. Oh, God. Damn it. Okay. That's why, you know what? I'm really salty right now. I'm going to do with a 13 of diamonds, which Raging. would switch over to. Yeah. Ooh. I just really. Actually, you know what? I need an Ooh. 11, right? Uh, Yes. 11 will hit. Sorry, you're hitting the doxy? Um. Well, I have to, right? Because I'm heading towards her direction. Or Am I mesmerized by her and I have to attack uh, no, her? No, no, or can no. I you, attack can, you can hit either of them if you wanted to. You just have to okay, if I hit her. the other guy. Uh, what's the other... That's the same thing. It would be the same thing? It'd still be 11? Yes. Oh, okay. That's that's fine. Yeah, it's lovable. I love that. That's great. Uh, I, oh, yeah, I'm going to use a 13. My damage is going to be trash, but I'll take it. Uh, that'll be a total of 17. All right, total of 17. Damn. That is a positive flip. Oh, sorry, a straight flip, which then goes to a negative flip because of hard to wound. So, one... Two. That is moderate damage. Nice. Uh, that's tomes. Uh, that is tomes. Uh, but if you're looking for triggers, it only goes on the attack. Uh, what was the attack again? Uh, whatever you cheated. No. Oh. Oh, that's right. Uh, what would what would diamonds be? Diamonds is mask. Diamonds is mass. Oh yes, I have this thing called pressure point. Oh yeah. And uh, with pressure points, the target of uh, falling stitch. Oh god, I forgot. I need. I didn't have that set up here. Uh, 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 let me find out what pressure point did. Well, that's okay. How about you? Uh, what's your medium damage on this thing? My medium damage is going to be a three. That is what you need to kill it. Oh yay! Nice. Diddled As- to death. All Nicely right, did- done, Kay. Why, did- why don't you describe <laughs> the killing blow? Um. After being entranced by this this undead, uh, very what is it? What was she again? Uh, dead Doxy. 
a dead doxy. I am a man of simple pleasures. And this is not one of them. I am a good man. And just hit. <laughs> nice. All right. With not your... in public. All right. With your thunderous blow with your quarterstaff, her head snaps around. And as she falls, the zombies all turn and look at Kay, blades drawn and ready to kill. Uh oh. However, Nope, that's that one. Oh. Music change! However, everything is fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything, everything okay. suddenly becomes... <laughs> you just disappear. Right. I, I love out. that. And he's the there. Sun's... The sun will come out tomorrow. Okay. The little kitten just jumps on my shoulder. We're just good to go. This is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, there is the sound of a gunshot. A blast rings through the air. As it does, uh, one of the rabble rises falls to the ground. Then another shot rings. And another. They seem to come from all around you. What do you guys do in response to this? Take cover. <laughs> Alright. Taking cover. Anyone else? Hit the ground. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to yell out who's there. <laughs> yeah, I think Addy's sort of just like taking a defensive stance and like, I don't know, looking around, trying to figure out where the shots are coming from, if she can see what's right. happening. You take a look around and try to find out where the shots come from. As the rabble rises, leave. We will leave this battle now. Oh! <laughs> Transition! Transitions! Very important. As, um, as the rabble rises leave, a figure steps out. They seem to have a pistol with a wicked blade attached to the end of it, and they seem to hold a lantern. A voice penetrates the dark. Well, my, my, my. I've got to say, when I was looking for my little lost dove, I wasn't expecting that she had gotten herself into so much trouble. I hope that she wasn't too problematic for you. As you see this individual. Oh no, it's the pimp. With a now vicious blood-stained coat that he wears upon his person. But of course, my lass entertained you fairly this evening. And, um, I believe maybe some payment might be in order. <sighs> he looks in your direction. And as he does... How so, far away? How far away is he? <laughs> Just, uh, you know, out of curiosity. Oh, he's like, like, maybe about three, four meters back behind where she was. That's where he's kind of come out from. This feels like in D&D when you ask how high the ceilings are. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Quick, he's Irish. Kill it. Kill it. He's Irish. Kill it. Quickly. Quickly. Murder it. 
I, I mean, wait. Oh. I'm sorry. What was it? He, he said, "Well, aren't you all shy?" I mean, he said, "Like, yeah." So he's like, I said, a couple of, couple of meters back away from uh, behind where she she originally was. Okay. All right. Yeah, I just want to be aware. I'm sorry. I like my moment was so just. I want no, to attack no, 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 so no, badly, no, but I'm holding back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh... I think I'm just gonna try to get an angle, like uh, oh. on the ground. I don't. Know. All right, you, you, you. What do you want? Oh, what do I want? Well, it depends on what you have in your pretty little purse there. Nothing for you. <laughs> oh, I do so love it when they struggle. No, oh, oh, now, now, friends, friends, friends. Let's all calm down for a moment. Montgomery, stay your weapon to the new individual just joining us. Uh, pleasure to meet you. You might know who I am, Maximilian Mystique. Of course, oh. we can come to some, come to some kind of arrangement of payment. Maximilian Mystique. Why is that not a famous name if ever I heard one? After all, I've got tickets for your show, and I look forward to the performance. Allow me to introduce myself. And he takes off his, his hat, and as he brings it lower, you now get a full visage of him no longer hidden by the shadows of the streetlight. As he says the names, you know who he is before, he, before the words pass his lips. Your heart the first time feels as though tendrils of ice have now traveled through them. As he says, you can call me Seamus. And you all suddenly have a lightning crash and a flash in your mind. Wanted posters that have scoured all of Malifaux for years. The most prolific serial killer in Malifaux. Seamus, the Red Chapel Killer known for hunting these very grounds, known for slaying innocent performers and turning them into undead minions. And as he looks up past his beak nose, you notice that Maximilian has caught his eye. And that is where we're going to end today's game. Oh. Ah, Thanks. Ah. Oh. Well, it, Max was a great character. I I really enjoyed him. I'm so sorry to see him go. We're just gonna give you to him so that yeah. we can leave. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, one and all, for coming and joining us. My name has been Michael, the Dead Aussie Gamer. Hope you guys had a great time. Uh, before we obviously uh, head out and stuff like that, let's get some thoughts and vibes and. Feedback from from everyone, uh, guys. Did you have fun? Yes. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Unequivocally. That's I love this amazing. game so much because of the element of being able to strategize with cards a little bit more. Um, the the whole vibe of it is is just that perfect in between kind of like that call of cthulhu -y kind of feel, a little bit of grim dark added to it with a whole bunch of action. Oh, there's a reason why mm. I love this game, and I hope you guys at home can understand why now. Unbelievable, unbelievable job, Dag. Thank you so much for running this. 
Let's just give it to Dad. Claps all around. Claps that all was around. amazing. Yeah, let's get some penetrations in chat for Dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, some yeah. Penetrations. <laughs> Couple pennies. Let's get some pennies. Yeah. Some God. <laughs> yeah. Peace in chat. Dag pennies. We'll pennies yeah, this in game. chat. Let's go. Um, <laughs> to our to our new players, how did you guys go uh, grappling the system with your very very first game? It takes a moment to get a, a handle on it, but I really enjoy it. I really like the the bending of the fate and uh, the simplicity of it. It's. Um... It's 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 got its complications, but really it breaks down to pretty simple and easy to follow. Yeah, I'm excited to um uh take my um card strategies to the next level. because um, <laughs> there were some times when like a card with a tome came up and I was like, What does that mean? And then I was like going through my sheet and I was like, I don't know what my things are. <laughs> yeah, well, I definitely either, have I studying to do. Well, I definitely well, have studying. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're going to either love or hate what I'm about to say next because, uh, Bon, do you remember what is important about the end of uh, a Through the Breach game? Uh, we got to go through our. You for one, can I stop you for one second? Yeah. Welcome in, Raiders. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey! Hey! Shout out to Epic Fumbles. That'd be very much appreciated. Guys, we're playing a game of Through the Breach, one of my personal probably top one or two TTRPGs out there. It's a phenomenal game. We're playing a three-part series while we're on break from our typical D&D campaign. This is Careful Cantrip. We do D&D over here. Uh, I'm DM Dave. The guy beside me over on this side, he's Dag, he plays. The other one on the other side, the really pretty lady over there, she's, she plays too. And then we've got some guests on as well uh, who are joining us for this gracious adventure that Dag has put together for us. So thank you for joining us. Appreciate you. Um, sorry for, for taking it away no, from No, 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 it's good. I, I, I mean, like I said, I can't read chat, so very sad. Uh, but Bond, do you remember oh, what can't, happens Dag at the, can't end read. the end of the Through the Breach game? You know, I, there's this strange thing about uh, stories that we all start with and trying to figure out if uh, we fulfilled some part of the story we started on our own. That's right, guys. Mm. Every session of Through the Breach that you play, first of all, you level up. Every single game. Yeah! Every single session. So, yes! our heroes who Let's have started go! off on their pursuit at pursuit level zero, because they have completed this game, are now pursuit level one and will level up and gain all the things associated with that. Now, the cool thing about Through the Breach is you do not need to have the same pursuit uh, every session. At the beginning of a session, you decide what pursuit you want, you gain the level zero ability, and that's what you do. Um, that's how the game works. In addition, every single character has a poem, and this is the big level up. Every single character has a poem that is made when their generated character was made through the reading of a tarot. Ooh, if, throughout right. the course of the session, one of the passages or one of the lines or verses of their poem has come into fruition or been rejected, they will get a unique power granted by the Fate Master to wield immediately. So, I'm going to get everyone to read out their poems and to pitch, if there is any, um, that would have been come to fruition. Let's start with Kay this time. Kay, what is your destiny? Yes, yes, yes. Let me, let me get into the moment. Yes. Mm. As the crimson writhes upon the belly of the fallen, your ruination will hound your desperate exodus. 
For the gloom will deny that it knows you. The leaves will whisper your name, and you will kiss the crown. Ooh. Damn, I just came. <laughs> oh, no! oh, God damn it. <laughs> it's hot in here. So, Kay, do you want to pitch any of those for something uh, Kay got through today? Um, um, I, uh, the, hmm. For the gloom will deny that it knows you. Well, I actually don't know if any will really fit. That's perfectly fine. Can, yeah, not yeah. not everyone will get something, you know, every session, but there are only five, and once you hit the five, you retire. So, you know, like, there are plenty of games where <laughs> you won't get anything. Uh, all right, Montgomery, what about yourself? What is your destiny, good sir? God, I gotta follow that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> if you know the dimming of the lanterns, when you open the dead man's eyes, and she knows... The games you play are more deadly than she wishes, and the penny paid is thrice earned. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I hit any of those. No, I've I've got one for the last one, but I feel like that might oh. be inappropriate. Yeah, the penny paid is. <laughs> yeah, twice. I mean, Harlot. No. So, I mean, you gave you gave. I feel like pennies, it fits. So he's gonna penny you three more times, and we'll see how that works. Uh, so yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. Okay, no, I'm not going to you. All right, uh, <laughs> very well. Uh, Adelaide, what is your... Um. All right, if you refuse the hero's call, you will sit alone amongst your misery, and you will find the other lands on the day you die. An abyss opens beneath your cradle, and it shoulders aside the guardian. I must say, my my specific poem is pretty not good. <laughs> like, if I succeed at any of them, I'm dead. I fucked up Dag's storyline because I said, no, I'm not accepting the hero's call. But that's, <laughs> like, but that's, that's part of it. That is that is totally part of this this whole thing. Like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, there is literally one of the lines in one of them, which is, and you die. Yeah, I yeah. know. That's, the, that's, that's why I was like, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, are we, what are we doing this? All right. Um, all right. Are you going to pitch any of those? Um, can I pitch? Um, uh, no. So, like, okay. Can, <laughs> see, the, if you refuse the hero's call, you'll sit alone amongst your misery. Can I pitch that I didn't refuse the hero's call? <laughs> or no, no. It's not how Okay. But, okay, but then uh, no. Yes, but it it has to be it has to be a very fervent um not refusal. So basically it would have been like if someone was refusing and you convinced them to go on it, that would be the opposite is to drag more people into it. Um Okay. Yeah. Maximilian. Take us away. See, What's this your... is my my poem is weird. Uh, and it's just it's weird because it's so topical and and actually oh. relates to something that happened earlier today, which is so weird. Um, so my poem goes, um, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Elvie, happy birthday to you. That is oddly That's fitting. So weird. Because it's Elvie's birthday. Oh my God, it's Elvie's birthday. Let's get some parties in chat. Let's get some parties in chat. I want to see some parties in chat for Elvie. Yeah, raise those, raise that roof, raise that roof. 
I said I was going to do it. I said I was going to do it. Um, happy and, birthday, LB. Um, best mod ever. Oh, all the best to you, my friend. You old bastard. Um, <laughs> but my actual poem is... <clears throat> hold on, i got to get my narrative voice reading on to compare with the other lovely gentlemen on here. Oh, you got it. <clears throat> You're going to kill it. In the okay. dusk of a new sun will light your steps into the cave. For not all treasures glimmer in the light, and you will be thrice repaid thrice for the sins of your soul. The sisters will show you the way, and she will mourn you all of her days. Did I do good? Is that good? Oh, that beautiful. It's hey, hey, I think Dave, I came how's twice. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? Um, there you could a be a. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a couple things that I could potentially pitch. Um, uh, number one being for not all treasures glimmer in the light, uh, which is why I was looking for the reflections of the uh, of the grimoire mm. while we were in the office. Um, and she will mourn you all of your days because God knows I'm I'm as good as skinned by the by next episode. I mean, let's let's do that. That's true. Um, yeah. I think I think with the last one we'd save that for when you are skinned. But I do love the mirror. Yeah, fair. I, I love the mirror next analogy. Episode. I think that's perfect. So here's what I'm going to give you. You can okay. either increase an aspect of your choice by one, or you can accept Ooh. my custom power, which for you will be the uh, ability of the magic mirror. Now. This magic mirror means that when you look at your reflection, you can interact with your reflection and the reflection will speak as if it were the mirror having observed everything in that reflection. Oh, yeah, I want that one. I want to do that one. Yeah, I want okay. that one. That, so, that one sounds nice. Okay, so that basically cool. there every mirror, mirror. So every character has five powers. Once they get all five, once they, you know, hit five, they retire, but that's why these powers are usually quite good. They're like really strong things. It can't be little things like, oh, you got a plus one to attack. No, 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 no. It's like you get something super good. So for this one, and it's pretty much any, uh, I'm going to say that it's going to be any reflective surface in which you are displayed oh. clearly. So, uh, for example, if it's like grimy or grungy and you can't quite see yourself, it won't work. Uh, or if you do something like in a like funhouse mirror or like a spoon, for example, it's not going to work because the image is warped. But anything that has okay. a clear reflection will 100% um, interact with you via that. Amazing. Nice. Okay, so I'm, I mark off one of my destiny steps fulfilled. That's correct. Yep. That's nice. it. Nice. And uh, uh, you can you can tell me a little bit more about the mechanics of the the powers off stream. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. But that that guys, that's that's it. That's the end of the game. Uh, like I said, every uh, every end of session, we again level up and and all that. But this is through the breach. This is the game. This is a lot of fun. Um, this has been part one, pictures of you, uh, otherwise known as Lost Omens. Our next episode uh, is going to be next week here on the Careful Cantrip channel as we continue this adventure with these wonderful and incredible people. Uh, will our heroes manage to get away from uh, from Death's door and Seamus, the, the famous serial killer? Or uh, will they all be joining the dead Doxy for a burlesque show in hell? Guys... Uh, yeah, sure. I don't know what we're doing for the outro. I didn't actually clear it, clear it up, but you know. <laughs> oh no! You know Dag. what, Dag? It's 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 that time. You're the yeah. you're in the hot oh, seat. Take it away, brother. All right. It's all you tonight. All right. Well, guys, 
Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being a part of this channel and part of this show. It means so much for us to have you guys here and offering us support. Whether you're here for bits or whether you're here just for laughs, we love encouraging each and every one of you not only to come and enjoy your day with us, but also to enjoy whatever evening or time it happens to be where you are in the world. Uh, my name is Michael. I'm the Dead Aussie Gamer. These are my fellow storytellers. Please give a bow to none other than the one and only DM Day from Careful Cantrip and, of course, CC CEO Rayna Ray from Careful Cantrip, our dear friend Steve from Forge of Lore, and, of course, my dearest and wonderful friend Bon, a.k.a. Detective Tato. You make my games amazing. You make me a better GM. And we are going to go and pass on our raid now and share the CC love with a, uh, a person that we find near and dear to us, someone who is so important that we have previously sat down explicitly looked at the menus on Twitch to find this individual to raid that is definitely someone that I have right in front of me now and I'm not stalling till Reyna or someone tells me oh where my we're God, potentially Jack. raiding for. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have you heard, by the way, have you guys heard of Careful Cantrip Platinum? Yeah, <laughs> let oh. me tell you about Careful oh, Cantrip Steve, take Platinum. Oh, Steve, tell them all about Careful Guys, so... Being the newest member of this stream and, um, you know, a big part of it, obviously. I mean, I'm going to be a major character in Campaign 3. Um, I'm going to be in all the other one-shots. Uh, let me tell you, they, they told me what CCP is. And, oh boy! Oh boy! I mean, I'm just going to keep stalling. We don't have to. The raid's being um, okay, started. Cool, cool, Excellent. cool, cool. Well, guys, cool. thankfully, we are going to go and raid the person that you can see directly above the chat box. Art that, Hard! That I can Art Hard Studios. We are going to go Love and raid them. Art Hard Studios, our best buds in the whole wide world. So go out there, chill out. If, uh, if you enjoy and partake with them, by all means, do so. Whatever makes you happy, whatever brings you joy. Uh, I've been Michael. Uh, this has been Through the Breach. And until we meet again, as always, from us to you, game hard or die trying. And also, be careful out there. You can trip. Yeah, there we go.